Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This is the Sunday League Show, episode 19. Uh, this week, I am joined by Jamie, Gibbs and Roger for reviewing the, yesterday's games. And this week's guests will be Celeste from the um, Southern Sunday. And we have reviews of next week's games from the Southern Sunday, the Quedah Municipal, the Alton and Bromley and Westfar. First up at Selk Towers. It's Jamie. Jamie, how the hell are you? The only one at Silk Towers, mate. I had the very only one at the moment. Uh, Sleeping Beauty Gibbs is <laughs> down again. He has. So we'll start without him. The uh, Alpington and Bromley will be the first up. Lots of postponed games yesterday because of the weather. Uh, lots of uh, groundsmen probably making the right decision. Let's get into the fixture straight away, mate. Um, in the senior. Kamar 2, FC Bickley 2. Um, a result that really probably doesn't help Kamazi too much in their relegation struggles. Um, no, it doesn't. I don't get helps Bickley much either. No. Nah. Um, but out of the two, I'd say they're probably slightly happier. Um, considering they've seen they can get elsewhere. <coughs> Kamazi, I think, probably had to win that to a chance, if I'm honest. So it's not looking good for them in a minute. It's not at all. Tough day. I think they played that at Oxford Road uh, on the slope over there in Sidcup. Um, tough day. That would have been a, a tough day. Uh, still, a point is better than none, but it doesn't really help either team. Uh, the other game in the senior was at the other end of the table. Hatcham uh, taking on the wall. Hatcham with a 1 0 win. Um, Hatcham would not have won the game uh, in recent seasons, especially the earlier parts of the season after lockdown. They were a different animal last year. Um, but this shows the resolve in Hatcham 1-0 against the wall. It does. Um, the result, I think, it reported the wrong way initially. Um, and I really like wall. I like everything they're all about. Yeah. But when I saw it, they had won well originally. I was a bit gutted. Because I thought, oh no, the title challenge is just going to fade away for Hatcham. So I'm, for their sake, I'm pleased they won it. Yeah. The wall will be fine this year. They'll get points elsewhere, no problem. Um but yeah, just those one no ones are the ones that you look back on come the end of the season. It will be. That, if they do uh, win the division this year, um, obviously there's still a hell of a lot of football to be played and the, the opponents that they're, that they're fighting against um, are more than worthy. But if that, that will be the proper result that Andrew Dallas and uh, Leggett will look back at this in, in May and, uh, and think that was the one... Those one nil wins, those dirty one nil wins on a on a wet or muddy Sunday, um, are the ones that stand out. Um, so well done, boys. Uh, no result, no games in the division yesterday. In the first division, uh, Hatch and Royals made to work by the sounds of it uh, via their social media, uh, by Lewisham Islamic Centre. Uh, Hatch and Royals winning five three, but it doesn't sound like they had a game all their own way yesterday. No, I think they <clears throat> must have been going through the motions, maybe. Similar to how they have in a couple of the cup games where the results have been either against them or tighter than we thought. Um, but they obviously got 
things together and went through the gears and got the win pretty comfortably in the end. But um, yeah, it's it's no surprise to see them sitting near the top. I think they will go on and, and win that division. But um, they probably can't afford to give teams head starts most weeks. Otherwise, that could be a bit of yeah, throwing away a title. Testament to Lucian Islamic, Islamic Centre by all accounts. Um, a real decent footballing team. Football is definitely what the, what they play. So maybe caught Hatch and Royals um, off guard yesterday. Um, but they haven't been made to work that hard, especially in Division One season. Well, so that again, like the um, like the the boys in the senior, the Hatcham in the senior, they may look back at that as a, as a as a learned win, and that probably more rewarding than a, a six seven nil battering that than they've been dishing out earlier in the season. Uh, other games in Div 1 were Royal Southwark 4, Bexley 1. Um, Royal Southwark haven't really been at it this season, but beating Bexley United 4-1 doesn't happen too often. Um, but looking a bit ominous for Bexley United, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think they're in a similar situation to yourselves where it's not going for them or us. Um, you just, it's very hard to get a run going and then every other game which will defeat in the lost column yeah. just makes things a little bit harder um, makes it a little bit more difficult to wake up on a Sunday morning to kind of get the, it does like yeah, 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 yeah. you think like players who maybe are kind of half-assed initially they're, you know what I mean they're, they're going to be even less committed if, yep. if they know that's coming it's a, it's a difficult situation but um, knowing the guys there Dean etc they love the football and I'm sure they're going um if, if it ends up being they finish near the bottom and go down so be it it's just Sunday football you just as many teams have done you start again rebuilding the summer and, and hopefully you turn it around but it's a shame because they're, they're a good side but as we know why else are like a quality um, they got some very good footballers so we did say that would either be a result like that or a quick uh, sorry a tight win for Bexley so yeah no surprise on the result but hopefully the Bexley guys keep it going Absolutely, uh, they'll take it. if if it if they need to go back a step to go forward again, um, it's definitely what they'll do. Um, as I say, we've got a lot of time, for them, so hopefully they can turn it around. But we also like the Royal Southwark lads. Um, nice to see a win on the board for them uh, in Div Two. Uh, Blase Ball lose two one to Alpington. There were some really good games uh, in Div Two this week. Uh, Alpington proving to be uh, an awkward side, maybe going under the radar a little bit, Jamie, because of the. The likes of uh, Manorwood, uh, New Beckham, uh, doing the business. Um, this is a this is a big result for Alpington. I think so. Yeah, yeah, great result, Bazzi. I think they are still sitting top at the minute. Um, but I think once that starts to even out in terms of teams played and all the teams have played each other a few times, um, it'll be pretty tight up there. But Alpington probably, like you say, under the radar a little yep, bit. Yeah, uh, putting themselves in the mix now, though. Uh, the Next game is Hayden Youth against uh, Chislehurst. That ended 1 0. Uh, Chislehurst starting to get the odd point here, there, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, Hayden Youth not setting the world a lot we expected them to. No. Um, yeah, I think a much better result for Chislehurst. Yeah. Um, and they, they did get a few results in cups, etc., before Christmas. So, same. They are starting to maybe just get themselves going, um, slowly turning it round after a pretty horrendous year last year and start to this season as well. Uh, two more games. New Beckenham three, Manorwood three. Uh, that again, that result doesn't really help either team uh, at the top of the division. Uh, two more, sorry. Uh, Phoenix Sports two, 
Losing 5-1 to Westrum uh, up and down Jekyll and Hyde. Westrum continue to uh, surprise us with the results. A big win for the boys against fancied uh, Phoenix Sports 2. Uh, massive result for Westrum. Result of the day for me. Yeah, I um, think so. We all backed Phoenix and you can see why they're in good form. They've come with a good reputation from previous opponents, etc. Western Ham, like you said, a little bit of a miss, but they're absolutely knocked that one out of the park. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, fantastic. And me on Sunday, so that's good. Oh, um, yeah. So, no, point them. Excellent result, really. Kind of was taken aback when I saw that. Um, I was surprised at the, the winning margin there, but they're probably the bigger winners at the, over the weekend in that division, given the other results. Absolutely. Last result in Div 3. Jamie. Yeah, uh, the Greenwich Mariners. We said it was must win when we spoke last week, it did, yeah. and uh, you didn't win. A comprehensive two nil win for Buckley. Tell us, tell us how the game went. Um, I mean, as a game, it was absolute dog meat. It was rubbish. <laughs> um, but I mean, we're kind of thinking back about it today. Um, if we'd taken our chances, we'd have won it probably 3-4-2, but um, the big thing yesterday, on, especially in the, the boggy pitch, it was Broccoli won the battle, and Finland convincingly, especially in the first half. I think the second half, it was all us, but we just had no no end product. Um, they earned the goals, took them well. The boy used to play up front for Royal Southwark. Um, don't even know if he's registered, but hey-ho. <laughs> yeah, he took his two goals well, but yeah, we can't expect to, to not win the battle. We're not a team that goes out and smashes goals past teams. We're a team that has to earn the results that get through battling, winning that, and then maybe quality. Yeah. When we can, but we just didn't show that, fin- that, final, uh, <clears throat> that final that final pass. It wasn't there. Yeah, their keeper made a couple of very good saves. We hit the bar, hit the post, and other than that, we, we didn't do it. Um, Broccoli, as I said, fairly won the battle and, and deserved the win for that. Is it panic stations yet? No, not really. There's still a lot of games to go. Um, we've got a couple of new signings in, so get them in, get them settled, get some of the other boys back, and we should be fine. But it's, we know we can't just keep going on through the motions. So we've got a tough games now. Um, <clears throat> I think we play Westerham, Phoenix. New Beckham and Orpingtons are next. Fuck so. <laughs> But do you know what? That might actually suit us. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they were yesterday, having got positive results against Broccoli in the past and seen some of their results as well, we might have went out thinking we probably should nick it. Yeah. Um, so maybe going in as underdogs, shall we say, might suit us better. But we know what, what has to improve, and at the end of the day, we do need to start getting results. So I'll sit here and say the same every week until we win. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that one. Uh, a good win for Broccoli. It has been a slightly toiling season uh, for them yeah. this year. Uh, Div 3, Crayford Arrows win 4-2 against Tudor Sports Rangers. Uh, really um, the same year for Tudor Sports. It's been a struggle for them this year. Crayford Arrows having a decent year. Um, more games in Div 3. Hatch and Beck and Manor 6. Hayden Youth Reserves 1. Dominant win by the Hatch and Beck and Manor boys. Uh, a big win against fancied Hayden Youth Reserves, it'd be said. Um, that's a Christchurch and oh, FC United was um, postponed. One more game in Div 3, sorry. The Warren 3, Old Langlians 1. Good win for the Warren. It hasn't been a good season um, overall. Um, so that's a good win. Uh, in Div 4, Broccoli Reds win again 5-2 this week against uh, East Wickham Wanderers. East Wickham boys. Not having a very good time of their first season in the OBD SFL's 
fourth division. Uh, for SMCA, lose 6-2 to Crayford Arrows Reserves. That's a win for Crayford Arrows as a club in the league. Uh, ben Hurst win 1-0 against Shortland Spitfires. That got reported the wrong way around as well. I was raging. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben Hurst, did, they did win, yeah? Yeah, they definitely won. But uh, I thought when I initially checked the results, it was Shortland Spitfires had won. Massive improvements by Ben Hurst, it must be said this year. Um, Kelsey Park 2, Hayes Old Boys 1. Uh, Kingsdale 2, Hayes and Pickhurst 5. We did say on the podcast last week, uh, Kingsdale are a bit Jack and Hyde. They could easily have um, got the same result if they played to their best, but Hayes and Pickhurst really are a strong outfit in Div 5. Looking business um, to be amongst the promotion places at the very least. Uh, Phoenix Sports 5 continued their fantastic season. They win 4-2 against Petswood Roadrunners. Uh, SE Ballers won. The Colts free. Come on, the Colts. The Elpington yeah. Colts. They're yeah, back. They're more than. <laughs> Two on the bounce, I believe, from the Colts. Um, 2022 is your year, uh, boys. Uh, SE Lions nil. Bexie Athletic won. Bexie Athletic winning the league. Uh, SE Lions form falling off the face of a cliff. Um, SE, uh, South London Spartan 7. FC Peak 1. FC Peak their improved form, Jamie. They can't continue. So, Avalon Spartans on their day seem like a good outfit for Div 5. Um, peak have hit. They did, maybe they peaked in, in December. Uh, that's not a good outfit for them. Not at all. No. Um, you kind of fancy them, I think, didn't you? Do you not fancy them? We won it? Uh, what, that one? <clears throat> yeah. But uh, yeah. either way, that's probably why they've lost 7 1. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> surprised at the size of that scoreline. I thought that would have been a bit tighter. Because um, Peak were in some good form and point, but like yeah. you say, that might have been them at top form. Perhaps. Um, some County Cup fixtures. Uh, Rocker give a walkover, sadly, by, uh, well, good for the Open to Romney team. I was interested in seeing this game. Rifle Vipers, uh, a lot of people uh, rate them around Sunday football um, as a good side, but Rocker getting a win. Uh, Wilgar losing 3 1 to Hackney Wednesday. Shock result for Wilgar. Um, as I said in last week's podcast, they have got bigger fish to fish to fry. They're looking at their league uh, and probably as their um, priority. Beckenham Rovers go through 3-2 against Mundial. Good win for Beckenham Rovers. Uh, well done, lads. Back to uh, being absolutely sick of winning, presumably. Um, South London Panthers lose 8-2 to Dover House Lions. Dun, dun, dun. Um, you'd 8-2 be South London Panthers. Uh, yesterday, Dover House Lions have been, uh, they've won and they've won big um, recently. Uh, they are looking like quite a good side. Um, don't know too much about them, but they're looking like a good side. Um, Sinistead, uh JFC lose 3-1 to Belmont Athletic. Jamie, I see you on the side. So now for the Westford fixtures. For yesterday with Gibbs. Gibbs, how you doing, mate? I'm good. Back in the building. Back in the building. How are we all doing? Thank you. Uh, I think we're being hampered by technical issues today, so uh, wish us luck with the recording. Uh, is your mic working, Gibbs? Minimum mic check. Minimum mic check. It seems to be getting a bit ropey there, doesn't it? Again. By COVID. Did on the other two. Did on the other two takes as well. <laughs> right. So results. We're going to rattle through these. But unfortunately, this isn't the first. The first go we've had, Gibbs. No, this is take forty-two. Been here since. Uh, in Div two. 
Four continue their winning run. 7-1 against struggling uh, Woolwich 90. Uh, good result for Forza. Keeps them in the title. Race. Gibbs um, looking good. Well done, Forza. Well done, Forza. Well done, Forza. Well done, Scoring now, which might have been now, which might have been their downfall in previous seasons. And um, draws for still getting draws for still getting a team out. Um, long may it continue, but fair play to Forza though. Uh, Diffie, Bexley Hawks, surprise loss against um, Martin Park Rangers, 4-3 to NPR. Uh, Bexley Hawks usually respond to losses with wins, um, so they'll need a big um, response to this one on, on next week, Gibbs, but that's a great win for NPR. They've been flying high in the division, Bexley Hawks, no pun intended. Before takes as well, four takes as well. But <laughs> Park Rangers are doing well. Rangers are doing well though. Um, picking up so so. Um, it sounds like it sounds like they've gone down there to the Hawks and game and um, come away and um, come away with the points. So as their pat on the back, they're pat on the back and their three yeah, points. Uh, old Fortranians played uh, South London Athletic and the Division Five um, title races. Uh, South London Athletic one two one against Old Fortranians. Keeping the pressure on Peckham right at the top. Um, that'll be a good, that's a good win for South London though. Yeah, dogs ain't keeping the dogs ain't keeping the We're trying to put, we're trying to put pressure on them because they're uh, the champions elect, champions elect. um I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know too much about them at the minute. But London, it's London. They've got no shock. They've got a good side, and uh, Ben's back there now, as we keep saying week in, week out. And uh, they're marching on. They're marching on. So I wouldn't rule anything out with them. Uh, in Div Six, the second best division, West Far. The best. Peckham A lost five one to Foresters. Surprise package this season, for especially for Div Six. Some people thinking, whose package? Uh, the the West package. Joyce's package. Um, <laughs> Uh, Div six for them maybe a bit higher for a new for a new team. Um, literally picked pulled a team out of nowhere, uh, but getting some good results season for us as well played lads. Uh, Peckham IA, uh, that's a, a smack on a uh, kick up the butt for them. As a as a club we never start well after Christmas folks. So, <laughs> so it's um, it, it was kind of expected. Let's self up and let's self up and Steve will move them on and. Uh, They'll pick, they'll pick up uh, this one. In the South West Podcast Network, Division 7, the best division. What's seventh best division? Best division. Uh, Sid Cup drew two all with Greenwich Hot Shots. The memorial uh, risks to Desmond 2 to continue. Um, a good win. Teams really who will be there or thereabouts at the end of the season in a promotion challenge, uh, be it for the title or be it for uh, promotion places. Um so probably counting each out um, the next result probably benefiting from this the people's lost 3-2 to fleet down united return of the fleet return of the fleet mac um but that as i say the people's until yesterday um were really enjoying the time in division seven sid cup and hot shots drawing doesn't really affect the people's too much but people's could get a squad people's could get a squad out yesterday out of their four signed up must, signed must up. have been that mustn't it uh, but Fleet Down, let's, let's not underestimate that result. That's a big result for Fleet Down. I think only their second win of the season in the league. It's a great result for them. It was on our results of the week, and if it doesn't win result of the week, something really a travesty is it? Yeah, the red velvet result is velvet result is um, it's flying high at the minute, but uh, result should be up there. Result should be up there with it neck and neck. To be fair, because the six was beaten, six unbeaten. 
um, to lose three two um, at home as well to Fleet down. It's um, it's, a, it's, a it's agreed. Um, Spring United Blues win six three against an improving Royal Oak. They've signed some players from um, folded Welling Park Spartans. Uh, but Spring United Blues under Gibbs's big wing and Div eight uh, continue their title challenge. Good with them, but probably uh, closer than some would expect. But when you can meet on the bones and find out the signings that Royal Oak have made, um, it goes down as a good result for Blues. Just missing out on result of the week. Yeah definitely. yeah, definitely. And as the season goes on, Royal Oak are going to get stronger. Wolves are going to evolve as a team, and players are going to come in and go out. But Springhill, but Springhill Blues are just. Um, and they got such a great body. They got such a great body. Good lads down there, and they're there, and they're 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 moving forward every week. You know, they get they got they're scoring goals. They're scoring goals. They've got a keeper I've seen on social this football. Enjoying this football. Um, I mean, you, I mean, I like it because it's uh, he, the way he talks about it is like he signed for Man United. Yeah. Be the keeper. Oh yeah, he loves it, doesn't he? He <laughs> loves it. He said yeah, as well. He said he said um, semi pro here. He can like he's looking at the semi pro and to the, the to the, the, the and um they seem like they got such a, they seem like they got such a good bond down there the blues and um carries on for them. pick carries on Absolutely. for them. I, I like them. Absolutely. Uh, in the Jewish Shield, uh, Bayswater um winning thirteen one. Uh, I mean Gibbs, what do we say about this? Uh, Borden Sports been a good team this season in Divi, it must be said. Uh, Bayswater yeah. Prem title chasers uh, is thirteen in one really really surprising. I've missed the penalty as well. It's the penalty as well. Um, Jimmy the boarding keeper saved the penalty, but um, I've heard uh, bad uh, Bayswater every attack they was just cutting board and open. Um, they was just punish. They, they was just punishing. They was just ruthless yeah. yesterday, and which is which is no which is which is no quality in the players. Quality in the players they have. If, um, they're teeth yesterday, they're teeth yesterday, haven't they? Really, at, at 13 1, just being, um, just being relentless. So, um, it's, 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 a it's a tough one for Borden, but oh, they're just oh, they're just they're showing that they're here and um, they mean business, isn't they? Absolutely. Metro Gas continue their good season uh, this week in the Pete Memorial, uh, Pete Smith Memorial. Um, they win 1 0 against Blackfen and Erif. Blackfen full of praise for their position. Uh, they they'll meet uh, a nut more time this year in the league, um, but yeah, Metro Gas continue to go strength to strength in the Pete Memorial. They must be the Pete Smith Memorial. They must be favourites to win the cup uh, in the Plumpton Challenge Cup. Peckham Rye lost four 0 to Barnhurst. Uh, Gibbs quick match report uh, on this one. Uh, we just simply uh, we just simply weren't good enough on the day. We just end up getting um, roped in and playing a Barnhurst game. You know, just an old-fashioned Sunday league side. Um, people's heads, and people's heads, and they restricted. They were compact. They were compact. Um, when we had the bus, we didn't move it. Thus, we didn't move it quick enough. And have one shot on target. One shot on target. I think throughout the whole game, you're, you're always going to be in trouble. And better team one on the day. Better team one on the day. There's no, there's no excuses. There's no in the in the team that that they was just organised and solid. And, uh, as I say, yeah, they deserved it. We deserved nothing from the game. It was a, a lesson to us, to be honest. And I hope we move on from it. Uh, bigger fish to fry, perhaps, for Peckham Rye this season with the league battle, um, with the league promotion on, very much on. Uh, Prompt Challenge Cup was going to be a bonus uh, thing for you boys, but I don't, I don't like that cup anyway. <laughs> Getting cups out of the way. Mate, we're just, mate, we're just underdogs this season. We just want to survive. That's the aim. Okay. Uh, under the raid played uh, Woolwich Royals in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup, and Under the Radar won three 0 
Um, business like job done by Under the Radar, it sounds Woolwich Royals pleased with their performance uh, on social media. They said as much. Um, under the Radar got the job done. Yeah, I believe it was nil nil at half time. Um, and just had 11 playing against it. When you're playing against a team like Under the Radar, they probably just keep knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on the door. Eventually, and once that first score, once that first score goes in, you have to got to come out to get something out, um, which is um, that's what they want. Obviously, the holes, they, the holes, they lines and um, lines and um, they've obviously got scored another two goals. But the draws with that result, with that result, um, they've they've showed that they can sort of be there with those sort of teams. You know, well done, boys. Under the radar, on to the next round. Uh, more Plumsy Cup games. Red Velvet win three two against Bulltark. Surprise result, perhaps. Um, for them, a uh, big result for uh, for Red Velvet, should I say. Uh, they march on to the next round of the Plumpton Lynch Cup. Um, Bulltarks, um, inconsistent this year. Again. Yeah, I mean, they beat Bulls game. They beat Bulldog, didn't they, in the Presidents Cup 2-0. Um, to then losing 3-2 to Red Velvet, which is a Velvet. I mean, Velvet. I mean, I know firsthand what a good side they are there. So they beat us. So they beat us running the season, not running the season, knocked us out of a cup. So it's actually a surprise because I actually did predict them to win on the prediction. Um, um, but they're about as well, Red Velvet and um, Velvet. And um, they'll surprise a few teams this season. If you haven't punished them, they will punish you. Definitely, definitely looks that way. Um, Elton Lions reserves lost 3 1 to um, Dancing Albion. Dancing Albion uh, not won too many games this year. They knock out lower placed opposition uh, in the West for Shield yesterday. Uh, in the Burt Holloway, Rockin' Hill taken to penalties by Petswood Senior Vultures. Um, surprising maybe for some Petswood Senior Vultures not having a, a brilliant season. Crockin' Hill very much uh, like promotion. Uh, or title hopers at the very least free or in normal time Quackenhill going through three on pens well done to the boys and if Red Jolly uh, Footscray Lions 13 J nil um, I mean what it's it's hard I mean that's very that result was absolutely predictable it's exactly what uh, Footscray Lions probably needed um, they've not been uh, amazing this year a confidence booster for them it's rough on JJ. It's very rugged. Um, because they keep coming every week. And, um, 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 I'd say just keep your head, keep your head, keep going. Get your team. Um, uh, line, Footscray line. They, they probably need that big win like that. Um, like you say, as a confidence boost. It was a predictable result all day. Predictable result all day long. Um, yeah, and with getting double figures, seeding double figures in lots of games, it's, it's no surprise. Um, but... Um, there's positives they can there's positives they can take from the game I'd like to think so so just just build on the positives absolutely um, SE 69ers lose 7-2 Texas Knights no 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 SE 9ers 1-7-2 sorry for Bexley Knights take your fringe lose 7-0 to New Cross Rovers uh, New Cross uh, from the senior division uh, Turk Ojak from division 5 uh, no surprises there. We know how good New Cross Rovers are on their day. Um, Hartford Athletic lost 6-0 to Val County in the London Sunday Junior Cup. I was with these, um, I was with these, um, these County Cup results yesterday because from Westford, from Westford, I've been doing really well that you'd expect. I've seemed to have been beaten heavily. Uh, 6 yesterday for Hartford loss. City East won 6-0 against New Delete. 
that's a real yeah. surprise result. We expected more from Greenwich Elite. They bow out of the uh, London uh, Sunday Trophy in the early rounds. They got to the final of the London Cup last year. Um, and Club Azaria, they won 7-1 against Crayford Athletic. So Crayford Athletic drop out of the London 2. And you'd have thought all three of those would have, yeah, would have we gone they're all strong sides. them all to go through. So um, a shock um, for Westfer. Um, not too many teams left now in the County Cups. But um, I'm sure all the teams did proud. Um, let's get on with the Quota Municipal results. So now for the Croydon Municipal results with Roger. Roger, you sound better. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm almost back to full health. Thank God. It's been a while. Thank God for that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few rough. There's been a few rough recordings for the pair of us uh, yep. over the last few weeks. So it's nice to, to speak <clears throat> to you and you're sounding uh, like you're not going to die through the recording. Yeah. That, that, that's quite nice. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> right, so <coughs> the results for yesterday, that was Sunday the 9th of January. Um, we have the Michael Donovan Premier Games, uh, Quirin JFC against Bosjam, sadly uh, postponed yesterday. Uh, and I've got to say, Roger, at half, for a half 12 kickoff, if that game was to be played, it probably wouldn't, wouldn't have uh, passed the, the, the pitch um, fitness test because ourselves, my, my earlier game, Sanders did against Belmont in the Surrey um, County Cup, which we'll get to shortly. Uh, yeah. We managed to we managed to destroy the pitch. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard I've, I've heard the pitches up there and have taken the right battering of late. Um, yeah, would it be surprised if 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 Fabio decides to call some games off over the next couple of weeks just to try, sort of sort of re re rescue him, recover him a little bit? Because um, yeah, he needs to. He needs to. Yeah. Has to be said, yeah. and you know. My 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 conscience is clear of playing the game we played yesterday, um, but yeah, it, it needs a rest up there. We it certainly doesn't need any more rain. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, the other the other game in the Michael Donovan Premier was uh, PSG taking on Addiscombe Casuals um, outside of Spartans in the Prem Division. Uh, these two really are the form sides, has to be said. Um, yep. PSG with a resounding five two win against informed Addiscombe casuals five or six games for them unbeaten um, but yep. that is um that is a categorical uh pants pulled down and bum smacking yesterday for the PSG lads and, it, and it's and it's what they <clears throat> it's what they're capable of PSG um like they've got in them and I think they started they started the season off well but of late they've they've sort of they've sort of taken their well they've gone off the boil or, yeah. or just lost lost some momentum but um yeah, it goes to show that they're capable. They are capable of of, of these results. Um, you know, they. I think they would have liked to have not had that sticky patch and would have put pressure on Spartans. But yeah, great result for them. Good to, good to see them back to many ways. Casuals will be um, yeah disappointed to have you know been brought back down to earth with a with a with a real thump. They will, but that's a kick up the bum for them. Maybe uh, maybe they got a little bit too sort of blasé about the, the form they were in. Yeah. Uh, Looking at some of PSG's uh, results on paper, obviously the Sinistead result was a good one, but mm -hmm. that was against uh, reduced a, a small, uh, a less number team, nine, uh, not ten or nine players. Um, but there were some results against Chelsea; they lost. So yep. um, 
maybe Edison took their after ball yesterday, or maybe they they didn't have a, a full squad available. And against PSG uh, in the quarter municipal prem division, you have to be at full strength to get any change out of them, and and, and that didn't happen yesterday. So congrats to them. Well done to uh, all the lads at PSG keeping the pressure uh, on the chasing pack uh, for mm-hmm. Spartans. As to, as to be said, well done, boys. In Division One, Huxley Guards poor season continues. Poor. Huxley guards, I, indeed. I, the Woodside manager did say that Huxley did play this game with 10 men. Um, so there is, you know, you can, I mean, I mean I know that season's been poor and, and you would have probably, they would have probably expected to lose that result. But, you know, so there is some context behind a, a, a 7 0 loss there. Yeah, um, I mean, Woodside haven't set the world alight this season. So 7 0 no. points to, uh, no disrespect to Woodside. Um, you've been, no. your form has definitely picked up. November, December. Dramatic, yeah. um, but 7-0 against Huxley um, for Woodside. Uh, a ball getting a hat-trick and Roden continues a rich vein of form, a brace mm-hmm. for him for him yesterday. Uh, Woodside looking good, but yeah, ten Huxley with 10 men. That's the, that tells the tale. Yeah, I know that, I know Jim, the manager, is, you know, putting a chat yesterday, he's looking for some players. It sounds like that the players that you have got, you know, they're either not of the quality or they're just, you know, struggling to cope a little bit. Um, just needs to bring some fresh legs in, some, you know, some 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 added quality and and I'm sure they can get a few results um, before the season, before the season's out. Absolutely. Uh, London Warriors against Southside Blues was postponed yesterday. I don't know if that was player availability or pitches. I heard some news that Pearly Way was looking beautiful. It was described as yesterday so I wonder if that was player availability that postponed that one uh, Dynamo Duppers against Alliscombe Corinthians was the first game it planned in Div 2 that that one again was postponed another week without a game for Addiscombe Corinthians uh, maybe the Addiscombe Corinthians boys can go and sign for Huxley Guards and, and get some football and help them out would, would make sense yeah maybe uh, the two games that did go ahead in Div 2 Goal coaching against South London Royals. Another beating this week for South London Royals and a heavy one against goal coaching who don't score too many goals. 11-1. I didn't, 11-1. I didn't see that result yesterday when I when I, when I I was choosing results of the week. If I'd have seen it, I probably would have stuck that in there because it's uh, such a drumming for South London Royals. And, and I know they've, they've not had a great season, but yeah, to lose 11-1 is... Um, that's going to be a very, you know, so that's demoralising. Um, that goal coaching, we know they're capable of, of some good results. Um, they, seem, they seem to blow hot and cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a fantastic scoreline, isn't it? Fantastic scoreline. I, I hate to say it, but the season, the way it's panning out for the South London Royals first and the reserves, perhaps they can swap the players um, what, to which team they're registered next season and give the reserves a go. Uh, yeah. In the in the Div Two, and maybe a bit of relief for uh, the first team currently to play in Div Three, and maybe enjoy some football because it's not been a it's not been a good time for them really, and and they it can't not. be relegated because of the no. team the reserves yes. in there. Maybe they need to have a swap. swap yeah, I think that that would probably be best for, for both teams. You know, um, the, the the first team I have have been struggling for for you know this definitely this season, and, and I think last season as well. I think they struggled so. Yeah, you probably you're probably about right that the teams need to be swapped round and give 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 the give the reserves a, a, a go a crack at division two and and the first team players can sort of sort of you know reset and rebuild and go again. 
think so. Big shock result in Division 2 in the title Massive. race for sure. South Sea Wanderers drawing one all with KFC. Uh, they were finger licking great yesterday. The KFC they were, by the looks of it. and it was it was an own goal by KFC that that, that got South Sea their goal. So, um, you know, their manager was it in the group in the chat this morning. I think he was saying that they just they, they just um, you know KFC were, were good for a draw. Um, yeah, it's, it's a it's an unusual off day for South Sea. Um, one that that you know that that was that's the result that will. Uh, Alba would be pleased with uh, Alba and, yeah. and Dynamo KFC. You know, you're hoping that they can take some 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 positives from this and sort of now put a run of results together. It's always a sticky one. The first game back after Christmas. Um, also, um, the weather, the way it was yesterday, the pitches are a leveler. Um, yep. So that you know, KFC <clears throat> Wanderers maybe took their eye off the ball yesterday, uh, or KFC were just on it. They're a team yep. similar to goal coaching where. One week they're seemingly good and the next week they're not so good. Uh, so obviously KFC uh, have made a good account of themselves this week. South Sea Wanderers will be disappointed, um, but there's some big games to come in Div 2 where they can make those points back up. So good luck yeah. to all the teams there. Some good results there. In Div 3, um, no result at the moment for Addington United against Gold Coaching Reserves. Did that I'll one go ahead? I, 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 as, as far as I'm aware, it went ahead. Um, I'm... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was called off because I know Shirley High School um, pitch isn't great with a bit of rain. But I've like, I've sent some messages out. I've not had no replies to to, to try and find out the score, and, and no one's in the in the manager's chat seems to know. So, so no yeah. result for that one at the time of um, recording. Gold coaching yeah. have have taken some heavy beatings this season uh, at Anglington United uh, in the title race. Um, so if it was the pools, I think they'd give that a home win. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, Quirden United against Souls ended 2 all. Quirden uh, United making a good account of themselves against um, last season's Div 2 uh, relegated team. Um, Souls, yep. um, Rog, they, they haven't got going this year, have they? No, no unfortunately they haven't. Um, Croydon, um, since, you know, after the terrible start they had, they just were getting thumped every game. They've, whatever they do, they've turned the corner, whether they've signed players or or just just you know the hard work they're putting in, but you know during the midweek training sessions, whatever it is they're doing is paying off. Um, you know they've they've had a couple of wins, a couple of good results, and, and this is another good result for them. Um, yeah, Souls, it's just a season to forget, I suppose, for them. Uh, I agree. It's it's time to, <clears throat> it's time maybe to to reevaluate their um, aspirations for the season. Yeah. Um, depending on that Addington United um, result, um, they're looking a little bit now. Too much work to do, the Souls boys. Yeah. But well done to Quirden. Uh Showing a bit of resolve, showing a bit of bollocks and a bit of bottle, pardon my French, and um, get really showing against adversity that um, if you keep going, the Addington United are the story of that in this division. But Quirden United get going the same way. So well done, boys. They must be proud of themselves. Um, FC 25 take, took on... Uh, South London Royals reserves a real brilliant game by the looks of this one. Rog, 6-4 to the South London Royals reserves, boys. Um, sharing the goals around as well. Uh, Dwayne got a brace, but there were five other scorers. Um, that looks like it was a bit of a game. A bit of a good game, that one. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I, don't know if I had this down, one down as the games of the week. But yeah, I mean, it looked like a standout game last week. Um, Roy, uh, you know, South London Royals need to keep winning to to, to stand any chance of, of promotion. Um, 
promotion by the by the top two that is um yeah. fc 25 have not been at their best this season by their standards um yeah looks like a really int- a really entertaining game down at down at the pony way talking of entertaining games i think the next two were as well santola took on uh struggling chelsea athletic resis uh santola won 10-2 uh, one of their players de silva frere got six yesterday not oh, a bad yeah. day for for him um and uh the chelsea boys notching two against the good side that's i guess the positive the chelsea yep. athletic reserves boys can take from that game yesterday yep yeah great result for santola um yeah you know they're, they're still still within the within, in with a shout of, of promotion as well so yeah still a lot to, a lot a lot to play for in, in division three absolutely uh title hopers so Park Rangers played off against um, Thornton Heath Rangers. Thornton Heath needed a win in this one, really, to get to re-establish themselves amongst the promotion pack. Uh, mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Surrey Park scoring six. Um, Thornton Heath with, with three in return. Uh, Bennett of um, Surrey Park Rangers continues a fantastic season with a brace. Mac- McNally for um, Surrey Park with a brace two. Um, Surrey Park Rangers turning a screw now, looking good for them um, to really push Addington United all the way in this title race. Yeah. Yeah, great year. Yeah, like we said, the minute there's a lot to play for. You know, Surrey Park Rangers and Addington are the two standout teams this season. Um, Surrey Park Rangers scoring goals for fun. Um, um, but, you know, they've conceded three against against Thornton Eve Rangers. So, you know, there is a there is a shimmer of light for Thornton Eve Rangers. Um, you know, there's yeah. no shame losing 6-3 to... to to an informed Surrey Park Rangers. No. Um, yeah, this it's, this second half of the season is going to be really, really interesting in Division 3. You know, you've got two, three teams that are in with a shout for the title. You know, you've got Surrey Park Rangers just behind them three as well. So, yeah, it's, it's looking looking like a really good season in Division 3. It really is. Uh, you can't call it at the moment. No one's, no one's really... Uh, it's only Surrey Park Rangers and, and Addington that are looking as a title chase as the two that are going to win the title but <coughs> that the promotion places are wide open what a, what a division yep. that is uh, nice to see the bottom division in the league being arguably the most exciting as well because often people don't look all the way down into the bottom divisions but obviously we take a keen interest and, and it is the best division most competitive division in the in the, the whole setup at the moment, in my opinion, it is. Um, um, and, and you know, for, for for a few seasons now, the Division Three has, you know, been. I don't know how to say this in a nice way. Sort of been filled with teams that are, uh, you know, n- not not great. You know, players. I just want to turn up and just have fun with their mates. And now it yep. seems that there is added a, a bit of quality in, in them divisions. And there's there's yep. a number of teams. Whereas been previous years, there's been one standout team that just ran away with it. Yeah. Now there's sort of two. There's well, there's, there's two good teams that are fighting out, and you, you've got a couple that are behind them that are that are you know that are keep keeping the pressure up. So it's it's fantastic to see, um, and long may it continue. It can only bode well for the for the league as a whole in in future that you you're getting the quality coming up through the divisions as well. So yep, uh, long may that continue. Uh, some county cup games yesterday went ahead. Yeah, uh, <laughs> London Sunday Trophy Cup. Uh, East Elite were due to play Lambeth Lions. We haven't got a result from that one, but that no, may have a bit of dust because of the weather. Um, Surrey FA Junior Cup results uh, without Roger there. Zaha 11, 
knocked out against the Foresters' arm. 6-1, Rog. Um, yeah. 10-man um, Saha for the game, wasn't it? We, we start, we, yeah, we started off with nine. Um, you know, I had six, uh, was it six drop out from Saturday night till to, to kick off. Um, oh. A number, you know, one of <laughs> a couple of them saying that I'm not feeling too well yet the night before they were posting videos on the group chat, you know, out, out on the piss. You know, it's, it's not it's not great, you know. I, I can't tie people down to, to play football. It's up to them what they want to do. But yeah, yeah, they've let the team down. Um, yeah, starting the game with with nine men, um, and then you know you got actually I think I think eleven turned up, but you know that, that was not until the second half when we, when we finally had eleven men on the pitch. Um, by all accounts, we had chances. Um, we had, we had a number of chances that we just couldn't score. You know, we didn't have an out and out striker on the pitch um, Sunday. It was just it was it was just one of those games where nothing went right for us. And when you when you're travelling, you know, we didn't find out the game was definitely on until quarter to nine. Um, so we, we didn't. That's I mean, the boys. No, the boys didn't get down there till sort of sort of ten ish. I think, and a lot of them were after ten. So there was no warm up done. There was no prep. It was just sort of get changes straight into the game. So yeah, it wasn't ideal, um, and it, and it's a bit of a demoralising result. But um, yeah, it's just like we've just got to move on from quickly, unfortunately. Left to carry, left to con- uh, con- concentrate, should I say, on the league recovery? I guess is the is the best way. And you've, you're still in the the Challenge Cup as well, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You've got Woodside to play in the Challenge Cup, and you've yep. got um, your league your league form to rediscover, shall we say? So. Plenty yeah, to play I mean, for. There's still plenty to play for. I mean, I mean, realistically, we are out of the title race, but mathematically, we're not. You know, if we if we we got put a run together and find our form, then and, and and we've got the top two to play still. Then then we can find ourselves back in the mix. Um, I mean, that's a lot of ifs, um, but they're still there. And and the league cup, like you say, um, you know, uh, yeah, we just got to we just need to get back to get back to basics and and get back to winning ways very quickly. Uh, other games in the uh, Surrey FA Junior Cup yesterday, the one I did yesterday morning um, at Coney Hall, uh, Sarnestead, JFC taking on Belmont Athletic. Uh, Belmont Athletic's second team from the Alberton and Bromley, where the opposition for the Sarnestead boys, um, I've got to say, Sarnestead bossed the game. Um, I don't know yep. if the Belmont boys will listen to this. It, it doesn't really matter. I think they agree. Um, but Belmont were a, mit, were a go up within a minute defensive yeah. uh, laps in concentration uh, and Belmont 1-0 up then it was all Sanderstead for the rest of the first half um, then Belmont came out in the second half and, the, and it was 3-0 within um, 10 minutes of the restart um, a yeah. defensive howler has to be said for the first one for the second goal should I say the first goal in the second half um, and then I think they were so shell-shocked by the, the second goal um, that went in that Belmont just again they scored the third and that that was the game basically the pitch yeah didn't, didn't really suit um, Sarnas's style they tried to get it down they tried to play football they tried to get um, some really good players uh, attacking wise um, running at the defence but really the pitch um, held them up they missed lots yeah. of chances they missed um, some some chances really the, in reflection the game deserved probably to go to the penalties to go to penalties in the end they did score a consolation goal a brilliant header. Um, by the by, the lad, the uh, B Ryan um, for Sarnestead, a real good header. It has to be mm. said, an impressive uh, textbook um, header. But 
yeah, um, not enough, um, not not clinical enough, and some some defensive mistakes on the day costing um, Sinusid. But on the on the whole, um, they deserve something out of the game. They certainly deserve to take it to penalties. Um, Russell and the lads crash out of the Surrey Cup. Um, yes, I see subsequently Russell, or oh, well, whoever runs their Twitter, um, Instagram, I think it was, had put, they were looking for a striker, compete, anyone, anyone, anyone can score goals, get in touch. So, um, yeah, I think that says it all really. That I mean, I don't know how that would have gone yesterday. Belmont were 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 solid at the back. They weren't the the, the wide players for Sanderson were going past um, Belmont's fullbacks with ease. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. once once the ball was in the box, that's where it sort of started to break down for the boys. But yeah. they, I mean, on chances they had enough to get the game uh, into penalties, but it wasn't to be. Um, they've they've got a big season now for the rest of the year. Uh, Sinister uh-huh. KFC themselves, they're in the title chase. Uh, with uh, with um, MMFC and yep. well, we'll we'll chuck Sahar eleven in the mix as well. Yeah, <laughs> fingers <laughs> uh, crossed. So they've, got, they've got big games to play, um, so yeah, they may be they may be pleased to be out of the county cups and now they can concentrate on their uh, the domestic stuff. Um, RB yep. Eagles against Cobbs was another result we haven't got in yet from. Uh, no, no, again, this comes hard to, to sort of get a hold of, and you know, we've, I've tried to find out the results that are not on there, but um, unfortunately, I've not been able to find out any. So, fingers crossed that Cobbs Cobbs are through flying a flag for the Croydon League. Uh, the games of the week, uh, results of the week, should I say, chosen for our poll were mm-hmm. PSG five, Addison Casuals two. Uh, yeah, no, no, um, no, uh, we don't need to explain that one. Huxley nil, Woodside seven. Uh, good for Woodside. I think it's fair to chuck that one in, although they were against um, reduced side in Huxley. Uh, still scoring seven is no mean feat. Uh, FC 25-4, South London Royals Reserve 6. A good result for the um, South London boys. Uh, and Santola 10, Chelsea Reserves 2. Uh, the only yep. one that perhaps could could get in there is um, Gold Coaching, their win against South London Royals. But I, I'd be hard-pressed to choose any of those four games that, that should miss out, Roger, I've got to say. Yeah, um, I think teams need to start getting their results on on Mitsu. You know, by the time it comes to choosing results of the week, um, you know, yeah. not all these results are on it. In my defence, but I think the results I've chosen were, were, were good results for those teams in, in, involved. I think so too. I'll see you on the other side for the fixtures for next week. Yes, sir. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So now for the guest section. This week it is Celeste from the Southern Sunday, our first ever um, Southern Sunday guests. Uh, now we've restarted the guests. Hatcham last week, Celeste uh, this week. Uh, I'm joined by Callum who is player, founder and chairman um, of the club. Uh, some of you may recognise Callum when he starts talking from his stint uh, as our contributor um, for two different leagues, the Leverett and District and the Surrey, what was that league called, Callum? The Saturday Surrey League? Surrey Southeastern Combination. That's it. Uh, Callum, Celeste uh, had teams in both of those divisions last season. Um, now the Sunday side have moved over to the Southern Sunday, hence this interview today. I'm also joined by David, who is a secretary, treasurer, 
and all the stuff that Callum doesn't want to do, presumably, David. Uh, that's not a bad way of summing it up to me, but... <laughs> all the shit that, that, that Callum didn't want to do anymore yeah he, uh, he well it got to a point where I kind of looked at him and I was like mate you are you are doing quite a lot of this to be honest and then um, a little Callum arrived so I thought I'd help him out that was very uh, very gentleman and sporting, sporting of you to do that uh, everyone needs help and especially with two teams so boys uh, we'll get into this obviously in my Rubbish introduction then. I mentioned that you moved over from the Leverenden District uh, Sunday Football League last season. You're now taking part in Division 2 of the Southern Sunday. Um, that's a really brief history, but can you put some meat on those on that bones of history? How long has the Sunday side been going? Uh, why was it formed? Uh, and how have you ended up in the uh, Southern Sunday this season? Okay, so when we originally started seven years ago, we was a Sunday side. Um, and we was in the Leatherhead League. We won Division 5. Then the second season, we won Division 2. Then that team became a, became a Saturday team. Then okay. another three years later, we had a lot of players, probably too many. And we thought, oh, running the reserves on a Saturday with, at the time it was only me, was quite hard to try and have two teams on the same day. So yeah. we thought, oh, let's try and make a Sunday team. We remade a Sunday team. Went back into the Leatherhead League, um, so that the new team, so to speak, has been running for two years. But we've always had history in Sunday football, and only had two years out of it. So yeah, okay. Uh, so you started the Sunday team when it started up again. That was in the Leatherhead District. You had a successful season in in there last year. Why the why the step across to the Southern Sunday this season? Uh, after lockdown. We we were still in a lot of cups. Uh, we were doing well in the league. We had a lot of fixtures to try and fit in from April to the end of the season, which ended up being the end of June. Um, yeah, I, obviously, that's a fixture secretary's nightmare. I didn't think he, they really wanted us to continue in the London Cup. And we ended, ended up winning that, despite yeah. also in the earlier rounds having to play a League Cup game and a... Uh, yeah, League Cup and a London Cup game on the same day at the same time. It was becoming difficult between us and the Leatherhead. Um, but no, there's no hard feelings. We just felt like the Southern Sunday would support us better. Yep. Um, and they've got a fantastic league and they've got some fantastic teams in the Leatherhead League. Yep. So, yeah, no hard feelings. We just felt like we, we needed a fresh start somewhere else. Okay. So, honours and successes so far. For Celeste, obviously, people it does you don't seem to lose games as as clubs, and there's plenty of banter on social media, and I call you sharks all the time, and all, <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, but honors and successes, what I mean, it's been busy. Like the trophy cabinet, you've needed an extension on it over the last two seasons to just add in and add in cups uh, into it. Did you did you really foresee it going this well uh, for you boys in terms of um, actual trophies I don't think any of it I mean last year I mean particularly with the Sunday team I remember we, we were signed, we were sort of like counting it down game by game I think I seem to remember because when we came back after the lockdown um, I think we had what like, was it like 12 or 14 games like League London Cup and League Cup yeah. and we were just like alright 10 to go 9 to go and then we were like surely we can't do this and then it just kept it just kept riding this wave and um 
yeah, that's well, it produced the treble for Sundays and then uh, two more on a Saturday as well. Yep. Um, yeah, I think Callum was it something like was it eleven in six years or something like that now? Yeah, it's, it's very, it's a good amount to be honest. When we started the team, it was just getting like a youth team back together. Yeah. Which a lot of it is, and we never won anything because we had like AFC Wimbledon, <clears throat> Sutton United, Hampton and Richmond in our league. Yeah. We never won anything, but we were we were a good side. We just wanted to get that group of people back together. And yeah, it's just, it is mad when you think about it, how much we've won. How, how yeah. have you built the side? Is it still a mate? Is it still predominantly a mates team? Or have, have you had to sort of abandon that a little bit as you find yourselves becoming a bit of a target now for, for teams? You're, you're a big scout for teams in the in the Kent Cups and all that we've seen. Was it the Kent Cup you lost to Hatcham Royals this season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we lost to Hatcham Royals. A very, good, very good side, by the way. A very good side. and But obviously, people, because of the sort of growth of grassroots football, people do their homework and yourselves oh, and probably Sporting Continental at the moment are two teams that across um, the Southern Sunday uh, stand out and people know about in other in other divisions. Um, have you had to abandon the friends, the friends team sort of ethos or have you been able to keep the core of, of it mates? I mean, to be honest, yeah, the core, I mean, I'd say there's what, probably five or six at least that I can think of off the top of my head that we've played together since we were 10, pretty much. I mean, a lot of us now went to the same, a lot of the members of the club right now went to the same school, sort of in yeah. different years. Uh, me and Callum have been really good mates since we were year seven. Um, there's a handful of other boys. We all played together in the same school team, the same youth team when we were younger that Callum mentioned. Yeah. So um, it's probably the, like, the core quality of our club is like, we are just a group of mates. And then we've been fortunate enough to finally have um, the success that Callum said we weren't quite lucky enough to have us when we were younger. And it's like, it was mental last year winning the treble on the Sundays. And it was actually the first trophies me and Callum had ever won together. And we've been mates since we were about 10 and we're 25 yeah. now. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, um, yeah, we, it's kind of something we're quite proud of that we've actually managed to keep together a group of mates for such a long time. We've got multiple people who've been here in its different forms for over 10 years in a lot of cases. Does that make it sweeter winning these cups and winning these leagues with your mates? Is that does that make the does that make it even more? Uh, I don't know what the word, but do, do you enjoy those days even better with your friends? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Callum, I'm sure Callum will say the same. But yeah, definitely. If, if I'm having a bad day, I just look through my Instagram, uh, yeah, like a uh, content story, whatever it is. You know, where you can look back at, um, previous stories you put up on your yeah. thing. I just look through that. And then, yeah, it's got literally every single time we won a trophy on there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a long old, it's a long old uh, list of old stories. Yeah, that you guys and it's not. It is nice to see the same faces every time. Um, yeah, not. I probably like David said, six or seven of us have won all eleven of them trophies. Yeah, and also played when we were younger together. So yeah, that's special, really. So given yeah. that you've done both. What's your what's your what's your preference? League titles or uh, cup final wins? What's what what's the what's the best for you? A question. Well, personally, I love I love a cup run, but I feel like it was just riding. Like I said last year, we were just riding that way of like going to Hatcham Beckenham Manor on a on what was it, a Wednesday night or whatever, and winning on penalties, and yeah. like you had so many of those games along the way. Um, you know, like grinding out a win in the semi-final, 
you get so many special, unique games in uh, in cup runs. And uh, leagues, it's more of a marathon. Cups, you know, it feels much more fast-paced. It feels like much more like a sprint. So it's it just feels a lot more dramatic when you do pull it off. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm a cup man, definitely. Callum, what do you think? I'd always say league, but the London Cup, we took some scalps on the way yeah. to winning that. So, I mean, that would probably be our, my, my favourite honour that we've won. We beat some seriously good teams to win that. Go on, give us some... Uh, you mentioned well, Hatch and Beckham Manor. Before we played Hatch and Royals, Hatch and Beckham and Manor, I would say, are the best Sunday team we played. Yeah. I mean, they had some serious players playing for them after lockdown. They were a really good team. Uh, Badu, I think they're in Hackney and Leighton Friend. Okay. That was a massive win. Uh, the team we beat in the final were good. Greenwich Elite. Yeah. Yeah. Tough game. <laughs> tough, uh, New tough. Cross Rovers were very good. <laughs> yeah. All Westford team. So Greenwich Elite and uh, New Cross are... Westford teams, Newcross are a good team. Uh, Greenwich Elite certainly tricky on their day. They do make the game hard, don't they? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's that's one way of putting it. <laughs> right, so let's move on. Uh, aspirations for the club. Obviously, we've mentioned you've moved across to Division Two in Southern Sunday, uh, and whether that's the right division for you, I think Graham's defended that decision enough with and the reason for it that that's where the space was, so that's where you got in. Obviously, you're having a reasonably comfortable season in um, Division 2 and it looks like um, you're going to go and, and win that division. Uh, fingers crossed for you that you do that. It'll take a massive slip up for you not to do that. But you found um, yourself with some tricky cup um, fixtures uh, coming up in the Southern <laughs> Sunday where you really get to test yourselves. Do you play swag in one of the cups? And Yeah, yeah um, it's a massive game. And Westminster Wanderers, you play in another yeah, we cup. Played Westminster, yeah. Oh, you've played them, so you—that's why you in the next round after that you're playing Swag. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two of the toughest teams we could potentially play. Yeah, Swag could just obviously beat and Lambeth All Stars in the London Challenge Cup, so they're no mugs. So that'll be a real test for you. Where where do you see it going? It, it, is the Sunday club is the Sunday side of the club here to stay, or is that just a, as long as you've got the players? There'll be a, a Sunday team. Is it secondary to the Sunday? Uh, is it secondary to the Saturdays, or is it all a permanent fixture now? I think. I mean, Sunday. I mean, the Sunday scene, particularly in the last few years. I mean, I mean, you know, with with podcasts like this, with how much it. I mean, I've really it's really had my eyes open to it since I've sort of come back in the last couple of years, and um, it's such a growing scene. And obviously, you've got the major names that kind of pioneered it. And all yeah. the coverage that goes on around it, um, and I genu- like genuinely believe, you know, with the success we've had, you know, you know, and being drawn against the swags of this world, and sitting there and thinking, you know, you do feel like you're stepping up, and I believe we have got the talent um, to throughout the club to compete with those teams, and it's that's exactly the kind of levels you want to be at where you're playing, you know. Swagger, one of the biggest teams in South London, you're gonna play. Yeah. So it's uh, these are the games you want, and so I suppose to answer your question about aspirations, you know, we want to play the best, and yeah, thanks to the success we've had and uh, where we've gone in the last year or two with this team and how we've added to it, I, I genuinely believe we can compete with some of the best sides in South London. So is that, is that's that ultimately you, the goal. Yeah. The goal is to obviously get yourself into the the highest divisions you can possibly get yourselves into over time. Obviously, I know the Southern Sunday are sticklers for making teams earn their way. So that may be 
mm. a couple of years for you, like Sporting Continental we're seeing. They've had to they've had to earn their way as well into the into the Prem division. You're gonna to have to do the same in that way. But you're looking you're looking at London Challenge Cups, you're looking at, at top divisions. That's those are the competitions that you want to be playing in. Yeah, I'd say we're not we're not naive. We know we've got a way to go, but you know, I mean, I don't know. Me and Callum have spoke about this a lot of times, but some of the talent we've got, we know we can, on our day, compete with these teams. So, you know, we've got a way to go. And but but I believe you know in in the next few years we are capable of you know at least hanging at those levels. You got to aim for it. If, you know, I'm not. I've, unfortunately, I've only seen you guys play against the very poor, uh, the peoples in a friendly um, a few years ago or a couple of years <laughs> ago, and you were very comfortable. So I've not seen you tested. Um, obviously, the likes of Hatch and Moyles and Hatch and Beckham Manor are more than um, familiar with. Uh, and if you're if you're in and around games with, with that type of talent, then you then you clearly you're a good side, and clearly the results are showing. Uh, that you're a good side is is the Sunday FA Cup something that you have in the plans when when the, when the time may may come? I would personally love to play in that competition, but I mean, how far you get in it is a is another thing. Some serious teams in there, very serious. So the likes of um, Essie Dons, the likes of Lambeth All Stars from down this way, Grand obviously won the London yeah, Challenge Banstead Cup. Banstead Rovers round. And that's yep. proper local to us. They're they're in the second round. Of course. A uh, team we actually beat in a Saturday Kent Cup and now moved to Sundays, the Chatham Town team. That's the yep. team they beat. And we beat them in the Kent Cup semi-final. The Saturday team did. Okay. So there's no reason why we, we couldn't... Well, I don't know. We'll, <laughs> obviously, there'll be some majorly good sides in there, but there's no reason why we couldn't give some of those sides a game. Mm. Absolutely not. I think that's where you're looking, obviously. Um, time will tell. Hopefully, we'll get some big games in the Southern Sunday this season in the Cups. I know Graham's spoken about you guys against Sporting Continental being such a fantastic Cup fixture. Should that happen, um, I think really we're looking for the Cups for you guys to to make your mark from Division Two. Exciting times, that's for sure. Um, over the time uh, in the last season in or the last couple of seasons in the uh, Leverden District, and now the Southern Sunday or any Kent Cups or London Cups or County Cups in general? Any teams standing out as rivals? Oh, got a slap at FC South London on there. I was going to say that. <laughs> it's, it's purely, <laughs> it was purely because of the meltdown it caused on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, they even blocked me. So they, they did have a big meltdown, oh, really? didn't they? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I think I pointed out to them that they've been pretty successful in, in the other games that they'd played. Um, they'd won by fours and fives until they met you. And I think that's still the same. If you look at their average goal, goal difference now, I think they're averaging four goals a game. Um, scored, yeah. Um, they had a big meltdown, didn't they? Yeah. It's a shame, really. They actually are a very good team, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I spoke to... Um, sorry, his name escapes me off the top of my head. But I spoke to their guy after... Because um, we played him twice already. Yeah. And after the first game, they, I feel like they felt... Um, if they were at their best and had, I think they said they were missing a few players and stuff like that. And which we've, you know, we've heard from, you know, it's kind of one of the go-to excuses you'll hear. It would have been like, oh, if we had so-and-so, but um, they were like, oh, just watch us when we play you at our place and all that thing. And then we went there and it was a good game. It was a tough game, but we came off with a win. And at the end of it, there was that respect there where they were just like, you know what, fair play. We gave it our best shot. 
and we just happened to be the better team on the day. Yeah. But, um, so I like to think there is that there was that obviously that drama on Twitter, um, but there is that um, there was that respect there after that game of you know two sides who ground it out and yep. you know the best team came out on the day. So you did. You I mean, what are the two scores but, you beat them. I think it was five two at home, and then we beat them three nil at their place. Was it? Yeah, I mean the three nil was flattering. If I'm honest, that was a tight game. The one at their yeah. place. Yeah, it was a uh, tough classic boggy pitch. I'll give them a shout out. I would probably say they're the they're the best team in the division we played by quite a way as well. To be honest, yeah, they're they're a good side. Absolutely. When just going back a, a couple of bits, when you do lose, how does that? How is that sort of received amongst the players? When you're obviously so used to winning, as you've said, eleven trophies in six years. How how does a loss to Hatch and Royals hit the players? Or are you easy? Is it easy to sort of? knock it off and just say, you know, fucking hell, we're bound to lose games of football um, every now and again when you're, you're, you're human. How, how, how are losses received amongst this, the squad? I think it depends on the loss. So examples like Hatch and Royals, I mean, we turned up with bare 11. The 12th man turns up 20 minutes into the game. I'll, I'll be honest, the team talk afterwards quite positive that we gave it a good go. And even though we lost 4-1, it's 2-1 in like the 70th minute. And they're a very good team. And it's just a shame we didn't have everyone there, but that's the typical Sunday, so there's no excuses. We had a good squad there still. Um, but that team talk afterwards quite positive because they were a very good side. Uh, I can think back to a loss back in Leatherhead League in the first season. Um, we lost 2-0 at home to a team, which, I mean, now we would really give a good hiding to and should have probably on the day. That was quite negative. I think it depends on the loss. We know how good our team is. Obviously, you have to put it into perspective that there are other very good teams. So it kind of depends who you're playing against. Sometimes when we win, it's more negative than than when we lose because we yeah. play poor, poorly and get away with it. How do you keep the players motivated during? I mean, I don't know how. In what was the what's the longest unbeaten run that you've gone on as a team? Presumably. Uh, most of the most of the season, uh, last season, you were unbeaten for long periods of time. Um, how do you keep the players motivated, and how do you keep that sharpness and in, and interest going during these games where you're smashing teams four, fives, and sixes every week? How do you keep the players motivated for that for those spells to make sure that you reach your end goal of of lifting league titles and cups? I think there's, well, there's, there was multiple reasons, really. I mean, I kind of said it, it was like last year, I suppose, um, there was a natural hunger there because everyone had been locked in their houses for about three or four months. Yeah. So we came back and, you know, we were in a couple of cups and we had the league to, um, which, um, you know, we were leading the way in. And, um, and like I said, we were just counting the games down all the time and you had those dramatic moments in the cup and all that sort of thing. And it sort of gives you that hunger to want more because, um Last year was, I mean, it was a Sunday team's second season. And I don't, if I'm wrong, I don't think we won anything in the first year. So there was that hunger for people to want to win things. Yeah. And then uh, and then this year, you kind of sit there and you're like, well, what now? And obviously, we've got a challenge in a new league. Um, and we are playing bigger team. You know, you are getting bigger fish to um, to compete with. You know, we're playing the Westminsters and the, we've got swag in a couple of weeks and stuff like that. And those are the games that, you know, you, you know, you want to be playing in. So you, 
all the time there's something new in my opinion at least there's always something new there's a new target to be shooting for and um and i feel that's got to be our biggest message because we don't want to stand still uh, you know you do want to keep aspiring to play better opposition and testing yourself that was the thing with the hatching loss was we knew if we had prepared better and for even still a large period of that game we did hang with them and we know we're capable of doing that. So, you know, the challenge after that loss is picking ourselves up and going, OK, um, what can we improve? And, yeah, there's always there's always a new challenge to be had. All right, so just on to some questions about teams you face. I think this answer may. You may have just answered it, but we'll go with it anyway. Best opposition that you faced perhaps last season and this season so far? <clears throat> I'd say, but I think David all agree. Last year, Hatch and Beckenham Manor um, had some serious players in there after lockdown last year, mm-hmm. towards the back end of the season. Um, they were very good last year. And then this year, um, Hatch and Royals by a mile. Like, mm. as, as good as we say we are, some of the football they played, and we could say we could have had this guy. There's some of their triangles in midfield, and because we played them on a small 4G, yeah. I mean, like their first goal was, was like a five pass one touch move. Like they're they're a serious team. They ain't mm-hmm. got one bad player. They've got a Ryman League centre back. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they're a really good team. Um, and then in the Southern Sunday, I would say South London, the best team we played, to be honest. Okay. Better than Westminster Wanderers. Pardon? You like you rate them better than Westminster? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think South London was a harder game than Westminster, but I don't know whether Westminster underestimated us. That's how I kind of felt on the day. Like they, yeah. they just expected you to roll over because they're yeah, the they kind of turned up and tried to kind of how we played against Hatcham. When we play when we play teams, you know, you kind of go, oh, you know, whatever you're going to throw at us, we know we think we've got more. Mm-hmm. I think Westminster kind of done that and maybe should have been a bit more organised, which is why I think swag is going to be such a difficult game. Because you, watching them, yeah. they look very organised because we watched them play Sporting Continental in last year's Marcus Dixon final. Right. Very organised, very smart. They kind of adapt to how the game is going. I felt like Westminster kind of just let us, they kind of just went, oh, we'll go 50-50 and whoever wins, wins. Mm-hmm kind of thing. They didn't really ever change game plan. And on that day, that was we played really well. David, but any yeah. changes to that? Um, no, I can't really argue. I, I agree with what Callum says, though. It's like us coming in, um, obviously we've come in at Division 2, so there is naturally, if you look at a Division 2 side playing a Prem side, there is going to be a natural assumption of, even though the Division 2 side's doing well, you know, it is a Prem side. And I feel like Psychologically, we may look like underdogs, but we know, you know, we know we went into that game knowing we could give them a game. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, we come in with that hunger. And like Callum says, maybe they slightly underestimated it because they're thinking, okay, they might be good, but they are in Div 2. And, um, and I suppose there is a little bit of that in our own league, which is why South London was such a difficult game because everyone's seen we've won every game. So every team that plays us, you know, tries to bring their own game. And mm-hmm. so they thought that naturally makes life a lot more difficult. And uh, and you've really got to grind out some of those games. And we're probably going to have a lot more of those in our own league before the end of the season. Yeah, I'd have thought so. I thought you would, definitely. And obviously the job is 
virtually done, I'd say, in the league. Does that does that mean that you can afford to take your foot off the pedal during the league games and save perhaps players as we get into sort of March, April time? That we'll be getting to quarterfinals and semi-final stages of cups. Is one eye going to be on resting the bigger players or your more important players in league games that perhaps don't matter in sort of inverted commas or speech marks? Um, will you be resting players or is it best 11? If you can get your best 11 out for every game, that's what's going to happen. Every yeah, every game, I'd say. I mean, we. I, I always use... Uh, there was one game we had last year against um, uh, Berryland, who finished second in our league. Even though we like won, I think... Because the season was so short, it wasn't quite wrapped up, but we were very, very strong favourites to finish it. Yeah. And... Um, we rocked up against Berrylands. I think it was actually in the cup, in the semi-final of the League Cup. And we rocked up just with the attitude of we were just going to steamroll it. And then we made a really, really difficult time of it and had to grind it out 2-1. Which is, and the memory of that makes me really hesitant for the rest of our league games because it only takes us taking things mildly on a boggy pitch on a rainy, horrible morning. And, you know, one or two losses and people get their tails up. So yeah. I don't think we can afford at any point because we, we can't stand it here at any point and act like we've won this league until we mathematically have. No, that's the right attitude and, uh, to have. And uh, and the moment you take your eye off the ball, like that Berrylands game, game showed us, it can very easily bite you very quickly. So, Absolutely. Right, something a little bit more fun and presumably because you are a group of mates, you'll have some good answers for this and some good, and some good examples. The teammates section, it's been a while since we've had this uh, involved on the guest uh, interview. Obviously, we didn't do that this with the Hatcham, uh, the Hatcham interview last week from the OBDSFL. But we're going to do it with you guys today, um, teammates. Who's got the worst banter at Celeste? There must be a few. I'll be, me and Callum haven't talked about this. So I'll be interested to see who we say. Yeah, this is good. Then we we need to. <laughs> if you come up with the same people, both of you, then they must be bloody bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's such a pick. I can't even know if it's worse, right? But you every can't time worry about he, upsetting people. You can't be worried. Time, every time Mikey Whelan opens his mouth, I can't help but laugh. Right. I lo- I love him so much, but I just laugh every time he speaks. I was going to actually say him as well. <laughs> oh my god! So Mike, Mike has got shit banter. You were both you were both about to out him. Callum, Callum was waiting to see what David said. Clearly, I was gonna, I was gonna go back to a time in a Saturday game. We was winning two one at half time, and it was a serious teams talk. We just conceded before half time, and um, everyone was serious. And he just opened his mouth and started talking, and everyone started laughing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mikey Whedon. Yeah, undoubtedly, it sounds like Mike. You need to sort your banter out, mate. By the sounds of it, worst dressed at Celeste. Nah, do you know, again, I'm not sure it's worse, but every time I see him, if we're on a night out or something like that, or if they're on a night out or whatever, and you see it on the stories, I always see Reese Cowley wearing the same white T-shirt every time. <laughs> is it the same one or has he just got several of the same T-shirts? That is actually a good question. Maybe he just likes that particular T-shirt, so he's bought three or five of them or something, just so in case he gets his drink down it on the night out or sick down it or whatever, he hasn't ruined it. Potentially, Maybe. yes. But I, th- I don't know what Cow's <laughs> shout would be. Mine's going to be the big O, Omar. 
Oh my God, see her. He wears the most rascal beat clothing ever. What's his? What's his? What's he go for? Everything's too big. Everything. <laughs> Tracksuit bottoms, two sizes too big. He tried to. He tried to mock me after he played Manorwood for my trainers, and I was wearing Nikes. He was wearing Skechers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, the big O, definitely the big O, hundred percent. I think Skechers take it, Dave. To be honest. I can't, I can't really argue with that. I did think Omar as well, to be fair. I was just thinking when he rocked up to a cup final dressed in like a three-piece suit. That's smart. That's smart. I know. I did did rate it, but then he was really, really proud of himself. He wears sketches, so he can't can't be proud of anything he puts on himself. It's it's offset by the sketches. 100%. Omar saw it out, son. Uh, Biggest Mona on the pitch. Oh. Do you, know, do you know what? Callum knows exactly who I'm going to say. Is it Callum? Yeah, he's going to say me. I was going to say Callum. <laughs> That's good. He, he's got high standards. It's his It's his thing. It's his, he founded it. He's done all the hard work getting it to where it is today and everyone now helping him. You're going to moan, aren't you, Callum? That's what it is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The only <laughs> other person I'd say is uh, Salis, Liam Salis. Because Callum will moan, but Salis, when he moans, his moans usually come with threats attached to them. <laughs> not to refs, I hope. The only, no. Uh, no, of course not. Of course not. It's normally <laughs> his own. Def- he's the keeper, so it's normally at his own defenders. Uh, okay, keepers are nuts anyway. Yeah, I can I can vouch for that one. Uh, worst taste in music. Who's going nowhere near the? If you in your cup finals, who's going nowhere near the speakers? Go on, I'll go first. Reese Hashmi. What's his? It's just too posh. He can't. <laughs> too he's, posh. He's not allowed anywhere near the, the jukebox. What's he going? ABBA, Westlife, stuff like that. We've heard this yeah, on the show before. Something like that. Oh, my God. David. To, to be fair, if we're talking about ABBA and Westlife, there's a man on this call who, who loves a bit of it. Not ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> Callum, you, you, you've, you've thrown Reese under the bus, but you're just as bad. I would be up there probably as well. Callum does love a cheesy tune. He, he will throw it back to a bit of Spice Girls and maybe some Robbie Williams. Pre-match or post-match with that? I'd say post, to be fair to him. Yeah, I mean, with a win, you can, put, you can put on these types of tracks. Before the game, Westlife is not getting you up. Flying without wings ain't getting you up for a cup final, <laughs> is it? There are, to be fair, there are some very good uh, videos of us singing on coaches back from cup finals. To be fair, they there do create go. good memories, those songs. There you go. That's what they're for after. That's tell them, you, you play them after. Don't play them before. Fair play. <laughs> Callum's thrown Reese under the bus. That is, he'll uh, it, get you for that, Callum. He probably will. He's on. <laughs> uh, uh, who's longest in the shower? You know, the only guy I can remember being in the shower for longer than five minutes is Billy Murphy. <laughs> He's got more hair, evil. <laughs> <laughs> He's got more face to wash, then, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, longest in the show. I'm going Kyle. Kyle, yeah, yeah. I, I, Mr. Kyle, Kyle Renner. To be fair, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a good answer for this, so I'll agree with that one. Kyle, I have a good answer. I don't it. want to be crude. I think Kyle's in there because he keeps getting hit in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> right some more celebratory questions now we've got all the banter out of the way who's the player's player 
And this has been a long-standing question in the guest section mm. of this podcast. And I don't necessarily mean this to be the best player or or the most talented player, but who's a player that generally leads by example on and off the pitch and sort of that the the other players look up to um and the and that you guys obviously as administrators or or people senior sort of min, members of the club who do you look at and think that's that's the exact type of player that we want at Celeste? Go on Cal. Uh, that's a tough one. I think there's a lot of people to be honest. And if you've got a lot of people, I mean, obviously you've been successful. So the, clearly there's not just one person that you sort of hang on to as the, as the main figurehead for the team. And if you have several players and by all means name them, because these, these top boys and, and people that help the club progress, they deserve to be shouted out. It must be said. So two, two originals definitely stand out to me. I think Rob, Rob Tanner, Sid Jenad. Reese Hashmi, in more recent times, Harry Williams is a massive player for us. Uh, Ben Donaldson, Cowley, Jordan, them four as a collective coming in together was a massive coup for us. Anyone else, David? I'd say, I mean, well, well, as a player, uh, a lot of people shouts would probably historically it'd say Rob top scorer, um, an original. He's he's a character as well in our changing room. Uh, I'd I'd put Callum in there, not just because he's my mate, but he is a massive character. Um, mm-hmm. Not just uh, not just at games, but always sort of when we're at the pub after games and stuff like that as well. Does he seem um, to give himself man of the match quite a lot on all of your graphics and that on social media? Then he <laughs> Callum has no say in the graphics. <laughs> He's just he is just a decent footballer, and I'd say yeah, the Don Ben Donaldson as well. He's um, just he just wins everything. He's everywhere. He's a very nice bloke. He's an incredibly good-looking man. But there's there's not a lot to hate about Donaldson. Who's your unsung hero? Perhaps this is sort of aimed more at your clubman who turns up, does the shit that no one really wants to do. Does they do the line? They put the corner flags out when you're at home. They fill the water bottles up and they happily take their 10, 15 minutes at the end of a 5 nil win. Um, who, who's that person for Celeste? Do you know what? I'd, I'd say, and I wouldn't even say he applies to a lot of things, but he's kind of evolved from that. I'd, I'd say Daniel Sibthorpe, purely because he, he was sort of a squad player for us. And then over the past, and you know, and he's, uh, again, one of these lads who had... Like we'd been mates with for over ten years, and went to school and all that sort of thing. Joined the Sunday side, and then over the past year, he's done a lot of work for us behind the scenes. He was sort of the architect of us launching a website, um, and then he he would get these ten fifteen minutes in games, and then he sort of just suddenly become our starting left back, and these like churning out nineties, and he suddenly become one of the first names on the team sheet, and just I don't know, it's just like no one sort of realised it was just Dan being Dan. That's great. So a real sort of he's really evolved from just the sort of the water boy basically to the to the to a starting player just through sheer determination and hard work. It sounds like. Yeah, but he he, he does. Yeah, he's there and he works hard. And you always know you're going to get 100 percent out of him. And yeah, exactly. uh, and he and he does a lot more for his off the pitch now as well. So he, you know he, he deserves a lot of credit. That's what you want. That's perfect, and that is the perfect unsung hero. Congratulations. Uh, so boys. 
just some questions now generally about um Sunday football. Um I don't know um well your opinion on it, but obviously at the time of recording, um the Southern Sunday games are suspended. Uh, there's no fixtures up for um the coming Sunday, obviously in, in our section with Graham, uh which will be after this. Uh, we may have some fixtures for Sunday the sixteenth, is it next week? Uh Sunday Sunday the 9th is, is the Sunday that the league is suspended. Sunday the 16th. Um I looked today and there was no fixtures for the Southern Sunday. Did you how did you feel as a club? And obviously feel free to, to share your opinion on this one. This is just um a question uh, that I'm asking you. Um, how did you feel that the league suspended the games for Sunday the 9th? For you, did you back it or would you have wanted to play? Luckily, we've got a Surrey Cup game. Oh, you're playing in this. We would, we would like, we would, if we was running the league, it's a very hard job and we probably would never, would never be able to do. I think obviously we would like to play, but we understand the reasons why it is suspended. Because obviously there's massive rising COVID cases. It's hard to get a team out for some sides. I mean, if if we weren't, we would have really struggled to get a team out because we had nearly. 10, probably 10 to 15 members of our squad got COVID, yeah. not to mention the ones that had to isolate because other people in their households got it. Yeah. So we, we're kind of at the other end of that now when the majority have had it. So maybe it's a selfish point of view, whereas other clubs are still being affected by it. But yeah, I, we can understand what I can understand why it's been suspended. If it goes further to the to next week or to the week this week that we're recording, it goes to next Sunday and the Sunday after. Are we starting to worry about things like double bankers and all that coming back, do you think? Or can we, we've still got time to get it? And I know the Southern Sunday starting their season mid-August has given them that, that couple of weeks, two, three weeks breathing space. Uh, but we can't really afford to lose many more many more weeks, can we? No, we can't. But I think we've kind of got to respect the league's decision. Um, there's obviously a plan behind it and a reason. Yep. I know they don't want to do double bankers. So... Hopefully not. Hopefully, Hopefully things not. start to get better and that, that won't have to happen. And who do you play this Sunday in the Surrey Cup? Uh, Alexandria United Irons. Never heard of them. They're in the Levert League. We yeah. beat them last pre-season and I want to say it was their first ever loss as a club in about a year and a half. Beat them 4-1. So, yeah, they're actually a decent side. 4-1 was probably a bit flattering. I know David thinks they're good as well. If, are you so you're out of the you're out of the Kent Cup or the yeah. London Cup? Mm-hmm. No, we're uh, out, yeah, Kent we're out the, Kent uh, the Kent, the middle Kent Cup, the middle Kent Cup, and you're still in the London Cup, or you didn't enter? No, we didn't enter the London Cup. We didn't. You just we retired. Kind of retired thought, on your shield. Yeah, as not winners. even just that. I just think it, the entry fee was very steep. If I'm honest, if you go out in the first round, you're paying a lot of money. The yeah. Kent and the Surrey's five pound. We've never won the Surrey Cup. So we'd like to win that. And we, we've we never entered the Kent Sunday Cup. We won the Kent Saturday Cup. That's right. We wanted to see what that was like. Um, and obviously, we've played some some very good teams. Unfortunately, we're out. It's just the Surrey Cup and the Southern Sunday stuff to concentrate on. What what are the main sort of positive differences you found from moving from the Leverett District to the Southern Sunday? I mean, personally, I feel, I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, Callum, I don't know what you feel because Callum was sort of, 
the admin of the club last year and then I've sort of taken it over this year. Yeah. But personally coming in, I mean, it's sort of just the level of community. I'd, I'd say the main two things are the level of communication you receive, particularly as a secretary. Um, and you can tell in those communications how um, passionate the senior members of the league are about what they do. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I can't fully say how that contrasts with uh, last year, so I don't mean to allude to anything, but um, that that is what makes life so easy is when you've got people that are so passionate and so on it about um, uh, what they're trying to do for us. Um, it does make your life a hell of a lot easier, whether it's you know, you know, support with admin or you know, finding a pitch or or what have you. It's um, uh, it makes life easier certainly, and that's that's you know as much as you can ask for. So. Callum, you echo that. Yeah, I would I would say as well. Do you know one thing I'd say? Level of referees is very good on the Southern Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we've had a bad referee season off the top of my head. And like David said, the communication is very good. Um, they're very passionate about football. The people in the leatherhead are as well. But I just think I think sometimes you click with people better. And I've, we get on well with with Graham, with Mark, um, and all the other people that work work for the Southern Sunday. As volunteers are very good. So, yeah. Fantastic. So, just improvements in Sunday football. What sort of areas this, and this doesn't necessarily need to be a Southern Sunday centric question or, or the Leatherhead or whatever. Where do we need to improve generally in grassroots football as a whole? Uh, so immediately, go on, Cal. Uh, I think David will say the same. Uh, you mentioned it before we started the podcast, so I'm a bit hesitant to mention it. No, um, I know because I know what you're going to say, like 99.9%. I think, I think our area, especially, like where you referee, mm-hmm. I would say there is more stuff. It's expensive, but there's more nice pitches and things like Our area is like, is shocking. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. And to be honest with you, the leatherhead and... Southern Sunday do a really good job at actually getting hold of pitches and things like that because there is not a lot. Um, I think that's around our area, really, they need to invest heavily, I think, if they can. Whoever whoever can do that. Football Foundation, um, National Lottery, not just County FAs. Because you have managed to get some nice venues before, but you've been let down, haven't you, by um, some some venues as a club? Yeah, yeah, private venues. On Sundays, we've struggled this year, especially with pitches, finding somewhere to permanently play. Because we, unless we have to, we don't really want to end up on council pitches. And I'm sure David would agree. Yeah, yeah the council it's pitches what we've talked about this a lot. They're not, they're not well looked after at all. No. And that's the problem with the economy and the COVID and, and all that. It's not gonna, it's not gonna entice councils to spend money that they haven't necessarily got or or raise the prices of, of these venues to try and invest some money in it. It's only gonna be the teams that end up paying more for it or paying the same but getting a worse service. And that's one of the things that is a forcing teams to fold. They just can't simply afford to pay for these even crap pitches. It's, it's forcing teams. Uh, into the red uh, or the availability because every team is struggling to find a regular home that all the venues are oversubscribed. You're almost waiting for teams to fold so you can get into even a rubbish venue. You know, the likes of Meridian and 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 these grounds that 
aren't great, they know that they can they can take the mick out of teams because there's always someone waiting to get into these places. And I, I don't see a solution going forward to crap pitches. I think it's they're here to stay. And it's just the unscrupulous business side of these places that will continue to to screw the clubs. Sadly, that's the way it's going to be. Hopefully, um, things change in your area, um, but I can't see it happening. To be perfectly honest, I think it's the same across the board. Everyone moans uh, in that question. The moan is that pitches aren't available, and the ones that are, the facilities are rubbish, and the uh, and it's too expensive, and the surfaces aren't cared for. Um, so I can't see that changing in the three years we've been doing the podcast. That's been the case. So I can't see that changing now with the country um, in in and will continue to be in economic struggle, especially government funded things like council pitches. We're going to be in trouble, boys. I don't mean to be the bringer of bad news. I, I suppose you knew that already. Uh, the open forum. This is just your section just to say thank you to people that have helped you along the way, sponsors that may be with you now or anyone um, that you want to give a shout out to in the last couple of minutes of the interview. Go ahead, boys. Go on, any thoughts? Oh, go, go on, you've got... to each other. Yeah. Um, well, no, I'd say one of the things, one of the biggest things we've been keen on doing as a couple of years has been sort of trying to expand. Um, well, uh, we've expanded a lot, trying to expand our media profile, but also a massive thing inside. Um, alongside that is like the amount of charity work and community support that we do as well. It was kind of um, another uh, aspect to the club that we've, uh, that uh, person, myself personally as well, but I know a lot of the other boys are uh, passionate about certain causes and some we want to commit to as well. So we've been lucky to have um, uh, certain partners come on board um, and we've adopted a mental health charity in Young Minds. Yeah. Um, Later in this year, we've got plans uh, for uh, different fundraising things along along with uh, along with them. We've lost, launched a fundraising page for them in the new year, um, which uh, we'll promote across our socials. Um, Callum, I don't know about uh, individual people um, you want to personally thank, or but uh, well, I think you got got a shout out your dad, Carl Bora, Mister CBC. For sponsorship, Window Masters, Harry Williams for sponsorship, the Crown Pub for sponsorship. Um, yeah, uh, and everyone really at Sellers, to be honest. I don't think there's a bad egg there. Everyone is a pleasure to be around. Other than Omar with the sketches, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Omar's, Omar's sketches will be brought up again, I'm sure. <laughs> They've got to be burnt in the changing room. <laughs> if, uh, if we win another treble, then yes. Uh, back to the sponsors we can't do we can't do Sunday football without supportive sponsors like that you know I don't don't know how much it costs to run your football team but it will easily be uh, thousands of pounds and per season with kits and all that stuff and tracksuits just if you wanted to look the part but then you, the pitches themselves and refs and, and all that stuff uh, you don't get to pay all of that by subs you do need some help from sponsors and they do do it um, out of the kindness of their heart, they don't really get anything back um, unless it's a pub where you can go and drink after the game. And um, they don't really get much back, do they? So they are they are sort of grassroots heroes. These sponsors uh, that help clubs uh, not have to have race nights and do raffles and all that stuff every week, scratch cards or football scratch cards and all that every week. It does help to have sponsors to help lighten the load financially. That's for sure. 
Yeah, and and I'd say on top of that, it's um, it's it's great having these funds, but it's also great that these people, you know, we've got people like Calmus, like the Crown, um, like even even um, uh, well, my dad has mentioned as well, and his company wanted to support what we do, and uh, even a friend of ours, Charlie, does a lot of our social media graphics and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, um, who's actually our shirt sponsor, created by Charlie. It's having these people that yeah want to that they give you this money but they they believe in they like what we do and they and they want to support it and um so um for instance in the new year we've got plans to sort of launch um sort of like uh, a grant to um support youth football and stuff like that which we're signing in collaboration with um uh, my dad's company want to get on board sort of wanting to raise uh, or offer funding for uh, youth teams to apply for um to nice. support their to support their load and things like that yeah so um it's not just funds for our, it's not just funds to help the club function, but it also enables us to do um, a lot more for others as well. And, um, and, it, and it's nice to have those people that believe in what you want to do and, um, and push the club further. That is great. I mean, is that the aspirations for Celeste? There's a club itself to introduce youth sections or is it just to help support other youth, other youth teams and, and obviously get the new breed of, of um, young footballers settled and enjoying the game? I mean, I suppose uh, it, it's still something that um, we're planning, but it's uh, it's sort of like the first time now with you is the first time we're sort of announcing it in any way. Okay. But it's okay. and we will announce in um, uh, in due course. But um, if that's under a seller's badge, that would um, I know personally mean a hell of a lot to me and Callum. We've talked about um, sort of potential like potential plans for the longer term future of the club and stuff like that but ultimately it was all based off the premise of um you know my 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 dad when we were about 12 years old wanted to help me and my mates play for a football team yeah and and uh, the idea of the grant is based off that same founding principle it being the opportunity to give a group of mates the opportunity to play together and um yeah so in terms of long-term ambitions it's definitely in our thoughts um stay tuned i guess we'll see that's very exciting and very good to hear boys before we go what's your predictions for your league um your your southern sunday cups and your and your surrey cup progression is it four more trophies or or more this season what's what's the predictions i think like you said earlier i think not to win the league title from the start we've had 50 percent the way through i think that would be a big a big problem not problem what's the word it would cause like it would yeah it'd be a big problem if we don't win the league I'll be gutted and something would have gone seriously wrong if you don't win the league now yeah um, the Marcus Lipton I think the goal was always especially when we got Westminster in the first round was just to play some big teams and get as far as we can yeah. I wouldn't say we're looking to win the Marcus Lipton I mean I've heard it be chucked out there but I think that's a big shout there's some we are going to win it. Some big scalps on the way to take. And there's some teams that are knocking out big teams in, in the Marcus Lipson as well. There's been some major upsets. Yeah. So you never know. That's just to go as far as we can and to play the best, which we are. We're playing last year's winners. Playing a prem, played a Prem team in Westminster. Surrey Cup, again, probably good run. I wouldn't say we have any entitlement to win the Surrey Cup. I'd like to think we'll win on Sunday, having played them previously, but you never know this time of year. Uh, and then the other one is the Ken Bailey, which is the Division One and Two Cup. Yeah. Um, some good teams in Division One. 
uh, kudos look very good. A few Wimbledon commoners, a few of them used to go to our school. Okay. And they're good. And Junction Elite are a very good team. Mm-hmm. I think they're the team, really, if we was to beat them, we'd maybe fancy going on and doing well if we, if and when we draw them. Um, but even counting out, if we draw a South London, for example, that'll be a tough game again. Yep. And that, I'd lo- I think that's the one cup where I'd say we'd like to go on a run and go, and we should be going deep into it. Okay. And the other two, it's just as far as possible. But Boys. definitely, we have to win the league. You definitely do. You definitely do. I mean, it, there'll be a, we'll be, there'll be in, in, there'll be inquiries as to what happened if you don't win the, the league this season. That's for sure. Um, I wish you all the very best with your progress, Callum. Again, I know we've we've texted and spoke lots of times over the the years about with your participation in Selk at the podcast and all that stuff. But I generally wish you boys all the best. Um, the moves obviously suited you over to the Southern Sunday, um, and the progression continues. Spreading your wings into um, supporting other clubs and and um, charity is is fantastic. Obviously, we have we do that as well. So that's, that's for me the mental health element of that is brilliant and I can only uh, commend you for that. Uh, David, it's nice to speak to you for the first time uh, today. Um, I wish you guys the very best in your progress and I'm sure you'll go on to bigger and better things every year. See you later, gents. Thank you very much, Andrew. Pleasure. Thank you for having us. All the best to you as well. So for the OBD SFL fixtures or... Sunday the 16th of January. Hopefully, weather is a little bit kinder to us and we actually get some games, Jamie. I had a game. Weather was fine for me, thanks very much. <laughs> so, the fixtures in the senior. Farnborough Old Boys uh, play Kennywell United. Uh, that looks like a really good game. Uh, hopefully, um, football is a winner on that one. Farnborough will be desperate for the points and... Um, will be looking to continue from their winning ways after, uh, just before Christmas uh, in the Prem Grand Uppers play uh, Elmstead Saha play SL Sports Kings All-Stars play Barnborough Old Boys Reserves <clears throat> three good games there in the Prem in the first event Lewisham Islamic, Islamic Centre play Royal Southwark Lewisham making a good account of themselves against Hatcham Royals this weekend um, and Royals with a big win against um, Bexley United. Um, that will be a good game uh, in West Wick. Uh, uh, in West Wickham, in Division One, in West Wickham, they will be playing uh, a game of football between West Wickham and Lesser Albion. Um, going again from this week, they were meant to play each other at. Uh, they're going to try at West Wickham this week. So to both teams, that's a fantastic game in the second division. Blase Ballers play Phoenix Sports two. Uh, big game in Div 2 that one Blase Ballers top of the division um, for, uh, Phoenix Sports 2 looking to get there uh, that'll be uh, a really good game uh, Broccoli play uh, New Beckenham Broccoli on the back of a win against Mariners they play New Beckenham uh, Jamie do we expect uh, Broccoli to to push on from your result uh, the result against you or New Beckenham going to be too much for him? Um, I think on that 4G pitch that they play on, I think it plays in New Beckenham's hands. Um, Broccoli <coughs> will be buoyed by that result, but I think yeah, New Beckenham will probably have too much for them. Uh, 
Okay. Um, more games. Hayden Youth, DC Football, hopefully. And Manorwood play LSU Lions. Westrum play Greenwich Mariners. Jamie, a bit of a trip for you boys um, on, <laughs> on Sunday. It's not the best of a trip, being on a bad run. That. It's probably the worst one you can, um, in terms of distance. Um, how do you go out planning for Westrum? We had a massive win uh, this Sunday, just gone. Still best. That is what it is. But we're on a poor run near the game there, so they'll be expected to win. So we just need to go make it difficult for them and see where we go for there. There's nothing special about it. You just need to grind and dig your heels in and try and get out. All the best. <coughs> on site in Div 3, uh, Ellis play the Warren. Uh, FC Deptford play Old Langlands. Uh, Hayden Youth Rezies play Crayford Arrows. That should be a good game. And Tudor Sports Reserves play Atelier Wastils. Woosh return to playing, um, hopefully, um, against Belmont Athletic. Belmont going well this season in cup competitions. Seeing off Sanderson JFC last week in the Surrey County Cup. Uh, in Div 4, FC United play AFC Wilgar. Uh, Hawksbrook Wanderers play Lesser Christchurch. FC Peak in Div 5 play London, South London Spartans again? No? Uh, yeah, it's just the reverse. Yep. Um, Hayden Pickhurst, uh, Phoenix Sports 5, which is easily the game of the day. Uh, one of the games of the day in uh, the OBD SFL. We'll get to our um, predictions at the end. Um, Alberton Colts play the Lions. Very winnable now. That looks for the Colts. SC Lions form has dropped off the face of a cliff. Petswood Runners play Benhurst. SE Balls play um, Hayes Old Boys and Shortland Spitfires against Kelsey Park. Is the sees the end of the uh, fixtures uh, in County Cups and Sunday FA Cups. Uh, clash of the YouTube Titans on Sunday. Uh, Bay Tees play SE Dons in the Sunday FA Cup. Hopefully uh, the weather is kind. I'm not sure where that one's being played. I think it's over at um, Barking. He's embarking. And I think it's on um, 3G. Okay. So I think it'll go ahead. That should go ahead. Uh, in the Kent Sunday. Mick up. Rising Sun play Bickley. Uh, Rockasines play Cuxton 91. Uh, and the Sunday Cup. Uh, Monument Seconds play Hatcham Royals. Um, Park Fire Rangers play Alpington. Alpington going about their business quietly. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they get on. Uh, Kingsdale take on Dartford Spa. Darland. Darland Spartan, sorry, uh, in the Kent Sun Trophy. Uh, Palm United play Hatcham Beckenham Manor. It's an extravagant name, Palm Bay. Um, London Seagulls play Ministry of Ball in the London Sunday Junior Cup. And Yule Park Rangers play Inter Milne in the Surrey Sunday Junior Cup. All the best, Jamie, to the OBD SFL teams there in their... Um, their county cups, uh, the standout game of the Baytees against Essie Dons. Um, Essie Dons uh, knocked out of the London Cup, um, still in the run for the senior title. Um, they need to do well in the FA Sunday Cup for people to finally make give them a bit of credit. Yeah, they'll feel that they, well, they won't feel they need to justify themselves, but that competition definitely will add. Um, weight behind their growing reputation so if they can progress in that against an old rival um, that'll be huge for them um, because I think next week they've got Kent Cup against Hatcham 
Okay. So it's uh, the the title challenge is on hold for a little while. So we're focused on cups for the for the time being. That'll be excellent. We were um, Bickley Rising Sun are a good side. Uh, Rocker against Cuxton ninety one unknown. Uh, we expect the Royal um, Hatcham Royals Orpington. <coughs> um, we don't know about Kingsdale Hatcham Beckham Manor to go for um, some good games there. Good luck to everyone. In the predictions, uh, our first uh, game of the week is Groundhoppers taking on Elmsted in the Prem Division. Um, no one's been hit any type of momentum and form, James, in the Prem. Uh, Groundhoppers, uh, more than many, they started off with a really good win against Saha. And from then on, it's been of bits and pieces. Elmsted, the same. Uh, where do you see this one going? Um, yeah, two teams, not really much of. I don't know if it's due to lucky games or we've just not picked them. Yeah. Um, so good to see two old rivals, kind of, well, two old existing going at it. Yep. Um, both kind of sitting mid table ish, not really doing anything exciting at the minute, but I think there's going to be goals in this. Um, so I'm going to go for an Elmstead a win by three goals to two. Elmstead, 3 2 for Jamie. Uh, John White, our regular guest predictor, has gone 3 1 to Elmstead. Um, and I must say, I'm going to tribute to uh, the great man himself, Dem 2 2 on this one. Uh, and go for. You don't have to do it every week, you know. <laughs> and go 2 all. Um, yeah, I think the two teams very much, uh, very matched. Um, hopefully, uh, the game goes ahead. I'm not sure how. Um, how damaged Sid Cup, uh, Sydenham's Sports was um, with the rain. I know look after it down there. Hopefully the game goes ahead. Um, let's be positive. Uh, Blase Ballers against Phoenix Sports Second is the um, next game in two. Two teams looking very much at, at winning that title in Div 2, Jamie. Um, Blase Ballers, surprise package perhaps coming across from being in two different leagues two seasons before this one. Um, all the Phoenix teams doing the best so far this year. Um, John going with a 4-2 Phoenix in. I must say, I'm going to go 3-1 to Phoenix. What do you think, Jamie? Um, yeah, two teams who probably fancy themselves as having a chance at the, at the title, um, or at least finish top three. Both coming off a loss, um, a heavy loss in the case of Phoenix. Um, and Blasio having points on the board at the minute I think I'm going to go for a Desmond one Desmond for this <laughs> we're just full of please tributes. ignore previous comments <laughs> uh, FC United versus Wilgar um, is a third game uh, John going 3-0 Wilgar uh, I'm going to go for 3-1 to United uh, and to Wilgar oh. 3-1 to Wilgar. I have, so to take this first answer, sorry. I have to take this serious now. Jamie, what do you think? Uh, I fancy Wilgar, but I fancy a 5-1. 5-2 to, to Wilgar. Extravagant from Jamie now. He's catching up. I know. I know they'll, they'll fucking do their business on Sunday. Uh, a big game in Div 5 as well, involving um, another of the Phoenix Sports sides. Hayes and Pickhurst and Phoenix Sports 5s um, go head-to-head. Um... John taking the piss here, really, for a fireball. Well, it's, it's, it's first v setting. First v second, but Phoenix walks five in Division Five, and he's gone for five all. Well, what? A high five. <laughs> what do you think, Jamie? 
Uh, I don't think it's going to be 5 all. No. That's my first prediction. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 Phoenix. 2-1 Phoenix. I'm going to go 2-1 to Hayes and Pickhurst then. Oh. Uh, just to keep that one interesting. But yeah, I, I mean, a draw could... It, any A win either way or a draw is not a surprise there. They could easily cancel each other out. Um, yeah, good luck to everyone on the one. Uh, I'll publish all of the prediction scores and updates and all that stuff uh, on social media over the next few days. Jamie, I wish you all the very best in your game. We will need all the very best. Against uh, Westrum. Um, it's not an easy team to play against. It's certainly not an easy away trip for some of your boys. Um, So now we are back with the Westfer fixtures with Gibbs for the 16th of January. Um, Gibbs, the mics are very sen- the new mics are very sensitive. So sorry if you can if you're picking up any of this uh, noises that Gibbs making. Um, in the Prem, Mildeen take on Jam. Uh, a good game this one. Um, that will uh, be fire in the uh, Prem division. It must be said. Uh, in the senior. Northern Eagles take on Rising Talents. Uh, big game for Northern Eagles. Um, first one back since Christmas. Um, Rising Talents improved. Uh, Northern Eagles really um, setting the pace in the senior so far, Gibbs. Yeah, definitely. Um, they're a tough team as well. Um, strong in the tackle. Um, they'll give you a game for 90 minutes, so that should be a good game. In Div 1, uh, Crayford Athletic play Red Velvet. Red Velvet on the back of a good win. Uh, in the cup against um, Bulltarks and Crayford Athletic will be licking their wounds after getting uh, thrown out of the London London Cup it must be said a 7-1 loss for them they'll be wanting to get back to winning ways as soon as possible definitely Uh, good on your back yeah they did Uh, Elton Rovers take on Footscray Lions in Div 1 Uh, Elton Rovers will be looking to get their form back in order Uh, and Footscray Lions beat JJ United 13-0 uh, this Sunday just gone, they'll be looking uh, to keep a winning one going. Um, Eltham Lions, their first team in Div 2, play struggling Woolwich 90. It could be a massacre. Um, Alberton Eagles play Falconwood Reserves. Battle of the Birds. Battle of the Birds. Uh, in Div 3, uh, Mottenham Park Rangers play Borden Sports Westfer. Mottenham Park with a good win against Bexley Hawks this week. Uh, in the was that a league or a cup game a league game wasn't league it? game, league game, league uh, game. and Borden Sports Westfer on the back of a hiding against uh, Bayswater this will be a good game uh, both teams may be looking at this as winnable uh, Woolwich Royals take on Petswood Senior Vultures um, Woolwich Royals again um, with a, a credible uh, loss if, if there is such a thing against Under the Radar this weekend uh, they return to uh, Div 3 where they have been very comfortable this season, it has to be said. Uh, in Div 4, FC Barker play Springer United Reserves. Um, is Chris Elliott the difference on this one, Gibbs? Barker going yeah, to turn them over because um, Chris is there. I think their bark might just put Chris Elliott out of a job this week. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope so. He's riding them coattails, isn't he, to be honest. It's that he can't keep doing it. I'm sure he'll get by this season. I'm sure he'll say he'll try and stake some claim to bringing in some players for the Blues and and to hang on to the club. This is it. We've got a hashtag at Elliot out. It's the only way to save Spring Hill from extinction. It is. Uh, 
more diff, div five games now. Bexley Knights play Turk Ojak. Uh, Bexley Wanderers play South London Athletic. Uh, Old Fortronians play the 69ers. Oh, some good league games there. Yeah, some good I games. I never realised there was that many Div 5 games this week. Uh, in Div 6, the third best division. <laughs> the best division. I was trying to check what one it was and I had to look <laughs> at the end. <laughs> uh, Peckham Raye uh, will look to get back to winning ways this week against um, Our Lady Seniors. Um, in Div 7, the best division. Uh, Greenwich Hotshots and Sid Cup go again after playing each other this week. Uh, the Peoples play Las Cabras for about the 16th time uh, in the last couple of years. I think five. Is that a cup final again? Yeah, I think it's another <laughs> cup final. Uh, the Peoples coming out uh, winners on on most of the games. Who came on this time? They shouldn't have. They've only got another game. Well, some people say, "Why does Kai bother?" <laughs> uh, AFC Sport in Greenwich play JJ United. The title challenge could be reignited with a big win. On Sunday for the... Come on, JJ! The Sporting Greenwich boys. What a great game that is. Uh, all the best, boys. Uh, more games in Div 8. Chimera Reserves play Springer United Blues. They'll look to continue their winning ways and their title chase. Uh, Royal Oak play Greenwich Challenge Vets. Uh, improved Royal Oak, it must be said. Um, they've been, they've taken some pastings, but um, Springer United Blues full of praise for them. Greenwich Challenge Vets. Uh, it's including uh, Phil McCracken have a fair amount to say. Um, <laughs> He's been awfully quiet recently. Quiet. Quiet. Um, let's see how they get on, on Sunday. Good luck, boys. Uh, in the Jewish Shield, my game is Bull Tarks against Junior Red uh, Senior Sports. It'll be interesting to see the Bull Tarks on 3G. I know it's a surface um, that suits their style. I haven't ref the boys yet this season, so I look forward to it. Uh, and I haven't um, refereed Junior, junior Reds um, Seniors either. Um, yet this year so um, look forward to that one uh, in the Jewish Shield more games the Foresters take on Blackfen and Erif Athletic potential banana skin for Blackfen and Erif not been great this year and we expected a bit more from them uh, the Foresters are new to Westfer and they are doing well um, maybe that extra bit of quality in the division that they divisions that they play in um, will be the difference on the day Blackfen go into that favourites um, but Foresters have nothing to prove Gibbs no, definitely not. It's a it's a free swing for them, isn't it? Um, off the back of a good result as well, they got nothing. They got nothing to lose. Uh, good luck, boys. In the Pete Smith Memorial, uh, under the radar, take on Barnhurst, old adversaries from uh, seasons gone by. Uh, under the radar, we'll look to do that. The same the same professional job that they did to Woolwich Royals this week. Uh, resurgent Barnhurst, full of confidence after some good wins uh, in recent games for them. Um, they won't, they won't make it easy for under the radar. Uh, let's see how that one goes. Uh, Bexley Hawks take on Bayswater. It doesn't get any easier. After a tricky uh, game uh, this week for, for the Hawks against NPR, they play uh, Premier uh, Prem Division title hopers Bayswater in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. Good luck. Ouch. Good luck. Um, Danson Albion play the People's Toppling uh, Fleet Down. United return of the Mac against um, Danson Albion. Um, depending which Danson Albion turn up, Gibbs uh, Fleet Down could put two wins together. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it happen. I think uh, let's let's see what happens. Good luck, boys. Uh, Forza take on Silenced JFC in the Plumstead Challenge Cup. Good luck to Forza. Uh, and Sinus did, but on this on this part of the show, we wish Forza Forza all the best. <laughs> Golden Eagles take on Elton Lions Reserves in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. Uh, Hatcham Royals 
play New Life. I don't think they do. Um, I think Hatch and Wells are playing County Cup game this week, so that probably won't happen. Uh, Marden Miners welcome Borden Sports A all the way down to Kent uh, in the Plumsey Challenge Cup. It's yeah, a mission for them, to be fair. It is Hartford Athletic take on Borden Sports uh, Reserves, the Bandits in the Plumsey Challenge Cup. That will be a good game. The afternoon kickoff down at Sunny Montague. Go and get to that one if you can. Uh, Kingsford against Inter Belvedere. Obviously didn't get played this week. They go again this week. That'll be a fantastic game. Uh, Lesser FXI play Peckham Rye. Gibbs, you're taking on Lesser. You're going to see which Lesser turn up this week. Um, Mate, they're top of Div 8. We take nothing for granted. We're you... underdogs here. <laughs> I can't. I'm not having that. Your big favourites. And have you have you got your main... Uh, Goal machine, Tony Rawlins back this week. Goalins, Goalins could be back this week, yes. He's he, keeping he's, his cards close to his chest. No, no, he's, um, he's, he should be back this week, yes. Um, I mean, what, how do you go into this game, a cup game against um, a team doing better than recent years? Um, you're obviously favourites, um, regardless of what you say. After the loss against Barnhurst, you should be able to express yourselves a bit more this week against Lesser FXI. Um, we hope to, but obviously they're a good side. I looked at their results earlier, actually, and um, they've scored plenty of goals. Uh, 22 of them was in one game, I think. Yeah, no, I, did, I checked each individual game, not their goal difference. <laughs> but um, as I say, we take nothing for granted. We'll, we'll, um, we'll see what sort of squad's available and we will go from there. But um, if we want to progress in the Shield, which is something that we could win this year, then uh, we've got to um, beat, beat Lesser, to be fair. You have. Definitely. Uh, in the Fred Jolly, uh, Villa Court take on Avery Hill Athletic. That'll be a good game. <coughs> in the Sunday Junior Cup, Druids take on Crocken Hill. I think that's quite an away trip for Crocken Hill. I think that's Whitstable they've got to go to. Right. Uh, Newcross Rovers play Range Rover Sports. Um, they're good on lumpy, t- on lumpy pitches, evidently, that lot. Um, and Footscray Lions Vets play the Fox Sundays, luckily. Uh, local games for two of those teams. Um, yeah, Crockenhill, I think that's a decent away trip for them. Uh, hopefully the weather is kind and traffic on Sunday morning. Uh, the fixtures, the games of the week, as chosen by Gibbs. Chuck me under the bus. For the, for the uh, predictions. Guest predictor this week is Mark Dolby, as usual. Uh, me and Gibbs finding an extra point in the predictions this week. Jamie. OCG Jamie trying to demise points. <laughs> OCG. Um, Barker against Kingsford. Um, this isn't the game. This isn't even in the games of the week. It's, King, it's Kingsford taking on Inter. Bel- Barker, aren't, Barker aren't playing Kingsford. There's been a big mistake here. Barker are playing Spring or United Reserves. Who's, your fucking Who's fucked up here? Oh, there's been a cock up. This is you, Roger. Fucking rushing us. It's Roger's fault. <laughs> Well, let's go Barker. Yeah. Let's go with Barker against Springle United. Reserves. Okay. Just be, let's give Elliot his moment. All right. 5-1 five, five, Barker. 5-1 Barker for um, Gibbs. Mark Dolby has gone 3-1 for Barker in the King against Kingsford. We'll keep it the same. Uh, some say that's cheating. I say it's uh, we're here doing the recording, so we yeah. do what we want. That's your prerogative, Big Woods. Uh, what am I going to do? Uh, I'll go 3-0 to Barker against Springle United. Reserves uh, could be more 
if Chris Elliott is in charge of the tactics. You see the training that he done with those big metal frames and that on Twitter. He put it out. Oh there. yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. you see, that was his. Villacourt against Avery Hill. Um, let's just double check this one quickly because there's been it's been an almighty cock up here. Yeah, Villacourt is against Avery Hill and Fred Jolly. Thank God for that. Uh, Fred Jolly. <laughs> Mark Dolby has gone five two Villacourt. Uh, I'm going to back the Villacourt boys to win. 4-1. Gibbs, what do you, you think? You saw my paper on that one. You just copied me. You don't do that anymore. All right. What's Mark gone? Mark has gone 5-2. <sighs> you saw my paper as well. I was going to say that as well. All right. I am going to say... Crofton. Avril. I am going to say... That is the five five <laughs> 5 1 Villacult. 5 1 Villacult. Two 5 1s I've gone for now. Uh, the next one is Mildeen against Jam. Uh, Mildeen, could be a sticky one for the Mildeen lads. Could be um, a very sticky one. What do you think? Go on, you go first on this one then. I'm going to go 4 2 Jam. 4 2 to Jam. I'm going to go 3 1 to Jam. Um, Mark going 4 2. For Jam. Ah, oh, I saw my paper again. Clean sweep uh, expected for Jam. Uh, if Mildeen turn up, they'll be tough opposition. Uh, we know Jam are, are a good, strong side. Uh, Crayford Arrows against Burridge Blues. I did not see that one in the rundown again. Well, it's at the bottom. If you just look there and take your fringe out, you're oh, right. It's 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 <laughs> uh, in the Pete Smith Memorial. Uh, Crayford Arrows, a real good side. Going uh, all guns this, this year. Uh, Burge Blues, we know on, the, on their day, not many better in Westford if they get all the players out and, and play to their strengths um, in the cup as well. Would you back against Burge Blues this week, Gibbs? Yes. Dawn, what do you think? I'm going to say 3-2 to Crayford Arrows. 3-2 Crayford Arrows for Gibbs. Um, Mark, back in Burge Blues to win 4-2. Uh, in normal time, I'm going to go for a draw, but I'm not going for a Desmond. I'm going to go one all. One all, in normal, one all in normal time, and that's the prediction. But I would, I will back the Burridge Blues boys to go through if they've got all of their firepower in the game. Gibbs, all the best against lesser FXI, little horses and all that. Do your best. You just want to compete uh, against the Div 8 team. Just want to compete. Just want to be in the game. Listen, this is a true underdog story. I wish you all the best, boys. See you later on. So we are back from outer space. Uh, he's just popped in to find you here with that sad look upon your faces, Roger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm defeated. <laughs> um, the fixtures for next week, uh, the 16th of January in the Quota Municipal. Uh, the Michael Donovan Premier, Bosjam take on PSG. Um, PSG on a bit of a roll now with, with some good wins either side of um, Christmas. Uh, Bosjam yep. stuttering because of um, various reasons, not getting to play their game this week. Uh, PSG will be on a high for this one. It, is is the break going to be? Is it going to hamper Bosjam or with the fresh will the fresh legs help them against PSG? Uh, I think it will hamper them. I think PSG. I think the lads will know that they got got to win their games now um, to keep pressure on 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 Spartans. Yeah. Um, Bosch Jam, 
don't really have much to play for apart from pride. You know, they're not going to get relegated by looks things. They're they're they're, they're not going to win the title. So, you know, for them, it's 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 an uh, I don't like using the term a nothing game, but there's not much riding on it apart from apart from pride and three points. So, you know, PSG will probably will probably win that game. Yeah, you wouldn't back against them. Uh, they have been. They have found um, can they have been inconsistent though. So stranger have. things have happened than a than mm-hmm. a, P, a PSG loss, uh, especially against the team like Bosjam. But uh, form the form guide tells us at the moment, especially the last month, that PSG go into this as favourites. Good luck to both teams uh, in Div One. Cobbs take on Southside Blues with any luck. Hopefully that game goes ahead. Uh, and top of the yep. table, MMFC take on London Warriors. Uh, obviously, we'll get to our predictions uh, at the end of the section. But, um, it's looking like two home wins there in in Division One. Rog, what do you think? Yeah, 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 I'd go along those lines. Um, you know, Southside Blues are capable of, of of results if they can get players on the pitch. Um, yeah, and London Warriors, um, you know, they've they've had an okay um, okay season so far. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, and they're, I'm sure they'll be up for it against uh, MFC, who will be desperate to get a win. Yeah. Two good games in, in store, um, two absolutely. probably more than likely home wins. In Div 2, uh, Dynamo Duppers against South Sea Wanderers, a standout game, has to be mm-hmm. said, in Div 2 this week. This will be yeah. really in- intriguing. Dynamo Duppers um, have had some good results this season. Um, yep. We've seen South Sea Wanderers slip up um, this week against KFC. Uh, KFC grabbing a draw against um, South Sea Wanderers. Watch, this could be a banana skin for the Sharks. It could be, it could be, and you know, Diamond Dynamo Duffers are, are still up there. I think they're, I think they're top three. I think they're third, and I'm sitting third. So, you know, they're, they're still within a shout of of promotion. Um, they, they, you know, South Sea will want to and will be desperate to get back to anyways. Um, you know, their hopes of, of of being crowned champions two seasons in a row will. will I won't say will lie heavily on this game, but if they was to drop points again, um, you know. With the form that Alba have been in in the league, it, it would almost look like an unassailable lead. Um, so yeah, makes for a very very good game uh, between Duffus and Southsea. It will be a good one. Uh, Kaizen play gold coaching, uh, gold coaching on the back of a big win uh, this weekend. Just gone eleven mm-hmm. one against the South London Royals boys. Uh, Kaizen have been good in their first season in Div Two in, and in the Quirden Municipal. It must be said. Uh, so that could be a tasty one. Yes, um, and South so. London Royals on the back of that pasting from Gold Coaching, uh, set to play Addiscombe Corinthians. Um, but it's very hard to to put any trust in that game going ahead. On no. Sunday. <laughs> it's very true, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah can, can Golden and the Corinthians boys get a team together? Can it's, they put a team together? It's, it'll be a game that South London Royals will be um, up for now just, with that loss on Sunday. Yep. They'll be looking to take advantage of of ring rust, perhaps, in the Addiscombe Corinthians players' legs if they do get a team together. Um, mm-hmm. That could be a winnable game for South London Royals. Good luck to all the teams in Div 2. Uh, in Div 3, Chelsea Athletic Reserves oh, face a team that they really probably don't want to don't want to play uh, on the back of, yeah. of heavy defeat. Surrey Park Rangers, free scoring. Surrey Park Rangers play um, yeah. Chelsea Athletic Reserves. I mean, that that will be a massacre. Yeah, and, and, and unfortunately for Churchman. 
have been fantastic in, in, in the league form this year, um, scoring goals for fun. Um, and you'd, you'd, you'd probably think that Surrey Park Rangers will, will score a shed load of goals again uh, Sunday coming. They tend to. They tend to mm. do that against the, the lower teams in the division. They score um, yeah. a lot of goals. Uh, it could be a long day for the Chelsea boys, but they'll do what they've been doing all season. They turn up and they play. Um, so fair play to them. Croydon United against Santola. Uh, Santola with a big win uh, last weekend against um, Croydon United, who grabbed a good draw against Souls. Um, yep. That could be a good game. Uh, Santola, obviously the favourites going into that one, uh, but Croydon United can go into that game with no fear uh, yep. and play their football uh, and see how they get on. It's a free swing yeah. for them. Definitely. Uh, Souls take on FC 25. Probably the game of the day. It, oh no, it's, it's not the game of the day. I'm sorry, boys. No, it's I'm not. Not. There's, two, there's two good games. There's two good games, two good games yeah. this, this week. Souls against FC 25 looks like a good one. And South That's London Royals Reserves taking on Fulton Heath Rangers. Uh, both of these, all, all four of these teams really in the chasing pack behind Surrey Park and Addington. Um, so yep. draws don't really help anyone. So they, they should all be going for the wins on, on wins, Sunday, yeah. shouldn't they? It should be, yeah. Um, you, you, uh, South London Royal Reserves need to keep winning to to to, to keep the pressure on the top. So, um, I thought only Rangers need to need to get back to um, need to get back to winning ways. Um, yeah, Souls and FC Twenty Five by their standards has has been uh, a not a good season for them. Um, both teams will be looking to get back to winning ways as well. So, yeah, makes some really good games down in Division Three. Absolutely. Good luck to all the teams there. Uh, some Challenge Cup games on this coming weekend. Spartans against Albo United. Um, that was postponed on uh, yesterday uh, for the Sanderstead JFC and uh, Belmont game. The county, the county Cup took preference yesterday. Uh, yep. So Spartans and Albo go again at Coney Hall Rec. Fingers crossed, boys. I've got to say, uh, fingers crossed for you. I can see there's another game there as well yep. on on Sunday in the Surrey Intermediate Cup. Um, I think we can say everything we said again about this one. Uh, Spartans go into it huge favourites, but if they if they uh, they don't go 100%, elbow we know can stick the ball in the net. Yeah. Uh, yeah, makes for, makes, makes for a good game. You know, Albo have got nothing to lose. Um, they'll go into it as, as, you know, as heavy, heavy underdogs. Um, yeah, Spartans, you did say that Spartans would just do a professional job um, but if they if they're not if they're not fully at it or underestimate Albo, there is you know it's a highly unlikely, but there's a potential for 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 a banana skin game there. Definitely, and the pitch um, will be a leveler, as I say after yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it it won't be it won't be a pretty it won't be a pretty pitch there, even if it's dry or weak. Good luck to both teams there. That will be a fantastic one. I think we we did a decent review on that one last week. And, and the big game in the Quota Municipal League Challenge Cup, Saha 11 playing Woodside, um, both contrasting yeah. results this weekend. Um, yeah. Are, are you back and out of isolation for this this one? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Uh, I finished my isolate. I finished isolating... Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday day. So, yeah, I'll be I'll be back in the dugout for that game, um, hoping to to um, hoping for an upturn in our in our fortunes. Um, so what is the plan? Up. What is the plan? Obviously, on the back of um, Sunday, is it to rotate the, the the team, give the players that did turn up an opportunity to go again, maybe um, 
giving the players um, that got drunk instead of coming to football um, uh, I mean, some time on the bench to, to think about it? Or is it just, let's get the game a, won and let's worry about the rest of that after? I th- in an ideal world, um, in an ideal world, you know, I'd, I'd you know, stick, you know, to the guys that didn't turn up, you'd, you'd, I'd like to stick on the bench. In saying that, some of the guys that didn't turn up are probably some of the better players. Um, so it's going to be something we'll have to decide in the coming week with player availability and, and, and stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously we need to get back to anyways. So yeah, it's, good. it's about trying to find a, a happy medium there um, because obviously the guys that turn up Sunday, if they find themselves stuck on the bench, some of them, then they'll be probably a bit, be a bit annoyed and rightly so. Um, so yeah, um, yes, it's, 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 we're going to have to decide that in the week, but um, yeah, it's a massive game for us. Um, Woodside are, you know, they've been coming into this full of confidence. Yep. They've been in great, great, they've been in great form of late. Um, so, yeah, we're, I think, I think we're, we're, we're going in as underdogs in this game. Um, but, um, you know, we have beaten once this season. So, you know, there's nothing to say we can't do it again. Um, yeah, it makes for a very good game, this one. I'm looking forward to it. It will be a good game. Uh, the draw for round three, not made yet, I don't think. So, um, it would be interesting uh, to see uh, the cup draw for, for round three. I wish you all the best. Obviously, we're unashamedly biased when it comes to teams on the, represented on the podcast. So uh, I wish you all the best on that one. It won't be an easy game, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup from Westfar, my favourite um, Sunday League Cup. Uh, Forza Greenwich, currently top of their division, I believe, Division 2 in Westfar. They welcome Sanderstead JFC to uh, Shooters Hill Rugby Club. Um, spot, as we said earlier in the uh, review, Sunstead JFC, unlucky not to get anything from the game against Belmont um, in the Surrey Cup, the Surrey Junior yeah. Cup. They go again to uh, an outside uh, cup competition. Um, a really good cup, I have to say. It supports charity and welcomes teams from, from leagues all over um, South East London and Kent yeah. uh, and Surrey, obviously. Um, this will be a real good game, a good challenge for Sinistead against a good, um, strong um, unit in Forza. They've played together a long time, so they they know they know their game and they've massively improved this year. It'll be a, a, a strong challenge for Sinistead, but if they can take their chances like they didn't do this Sunday, um, the results should should go their way if they create as much as they did before. But as I say, Forza Greenwich are a good side, so that'll be a blinder. Uh, yeah. In the Surrey FA Intermediate Cup, uh, Quirt and JFC are drawn against Chelsea Athletic in round three of that cup. Again, due to be at Coney Hall Rec. Um, I, can't, <laughs> I can't see that one uh, happening. And Addiscombe Casuals against ECS Classic 11. Don't know where they're from. Uh, again, Leverhead League. The, that's the Leverhead League, is it? Oh, Leverhead, yeah. Uh, that's due to be at Coney Hall as well. I mean, if the if the Spartans against Albo game gets played in the morning, um, one of those games has got to be played on the. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these games get moved to um, Pearly Way if if the pitches are as bad as as what you're saying as what what you know what, what I've heard. Um, you know, I, I think it'd be wise if 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 Fabio, the groundsman at Coney, decides to you know give the pitches a, a well deserved rest. Um, yeah, you know they've they've taken a, a hammering of late. Um, 
yeah, I'd, I'd be inclined to move the games. But um, yeah, some some really good games in the in the Surrey Cup this year, or this they week, should good. I say? Um, they are. We don't know much about ECS Classic Eleven, but Addiscombe Casuals most of their joy have, has been in the cup. They look good. They look a good yep. cup team this season. They won't be too disappointed with the PSG result. Um, no. They'll be looking now <clears throat> at the Surrey Intermediate Cup um, as their competition. They're probably not involved in the title chase uh, in the no. Prem. Um, so they may be going all guns for this one. So they'll be looking to represent the Quota Municipal uh, in the next in the next round, hopefully round four for them. Quota and JFC against Chelsham. Quota and JFC, a bit like Addiscombe Corinthians, just don't seem to to play football anymore. No, no, no they've not played for a long time now. So that might go in in Chelsham's favour. Um, yeah, and, and when they have played, I think they've struggled to get players to turn up for a ten footing kickoff. So yeah. Yeah, um, I think Chelsea may fancy their chances in this game. Uh, Lambeth Lions uh, welcome Heathrow Club to Croigas on Sunday. Uh, Lambeth Lions themselves, really only the Cups now for them to play for the London Junior Cup. Don't know how yep. that went um, yesterday for them. Uh, and the Surrey FA Intermediate Cup. Uh, so Lambeth, we know on their day what a top side they are. It's just been a yep. bit of a disappointing transition for, for, for them from Division 1 to... Uh, the Prem Division this season, but so far in the County Cups, it's going their way. Yes, yeah, they, and 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 they, they they seem to just think keep 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 grinding results out and and getting good results in in, in cup competition. So you'd fancy them there. Um, it's unfortunate for them that they haven't managed to carry their league form, their cup form into the league. Um, yeah. And they've just they've fallen off, fallen off of late. Um, but yeah, cup 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 form wise. They've, they've been great this season, um, and you and you and you'd fancy them to to get a result against an unknown Heathrow. <clears throat> you would. Uh, all the best to all the teams represented in the representing the uh, Quidditch Municipal in the Surrey FA Intermediate Cup. Obviously, Quidditch JFC and Chelsham. Uh, the only positive for us as a podcast is that there'll be there'll definitely be a, a Quidditch Municipal team going through into the next round on that one. Sadly, uh, no preference on the team on the team winning. Uh, no. but, but for me, I'm probably leaning towards Chelsham, you know, Chelsham Athletic to go through there because obviously they've been playing football this season and probably deserve um, to go through um, if, if this game doesn't get played. So uh, the predictions for this week, sadly, Russell, although he's leading the, the, um, the predictions um, scoring at the moment, at the time of... Re- do you know what he has? He at the time of recording, I've just checked WhatsApp, and he has got him in. He's got him in in time. At, at twelve minutes past four, he's got him in, and we're we're twenty five past four oh, recording. <laughs> so, so he has um, he has made it. He's made the deadline. Russell, well done. Um, he said he's going to win this whole thing. Um, so he done it. So sorry to say that. Well, it's a week for me and you to catch up, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. He's managed to pull it out of the bag. Right. So the predictions for um, this week. The games are MMFC against London Warriors first up. Uh, Russell going for a 3-2 London Warriors win. I think that's a hope more than a more than a, a, a real expectation. I know he needs he needs um, MMFC to drop points for Sahad. Uh, Saha for Sanders JFC to get involved in that title race. Um, so three, two London Warriors for Russell. Uh, I'm going to go for 
a 2-1 MMFC uh, Amari to get both, I think, for the boys on, on Sunday. What do you think, Watch? Amari doesn't score, that's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, do you know, I think that I can see London Warriors getting some getting a point in this game. I think MMFC have not played for a while. Um, and I think that may go in London Warriors' favour. I'm going to go over Desmond. I'm going to keep 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 paying my respects to, to the to the good man. I'm going to go. Yeah, two two. Okay, two all from Roger. So we've covered all the bases between the three of us. Yeah, uh, I'm back in MMFC. Russell back in London Warriors, and you're going for the draw. Fair enough. Mm. Um, Dynamo Dappers against South Sea Wanderers. Um, maybe a wobble this week for South Sea mm. Wanderers, or is it the sign that that um, they're not quite? They're not going to see it over the line towards the end of the season. What do you think, Rog? Tough one to pick this because, you know, Dino and Duppus are a decent side. Um, they pushed South City all the way last season in Division 3. Uh, uh, I'm going to say, I think South City will get back to winning ways just. I'm going to say 4-3 to South City Wanderers. 4-3 for Roger. Uh, Russell has gone 3-1 South Sea Wanderers um, in this one. I'm going to go... Oh, God, I would have gone 3-1 probably. Uh, I'm going to go... What have you done? 4-2? Four, I've gone 4-3 South Sea. 4-3. I'll go 4-2 South Sea. I can only... Uh, South Sea will be, will be uh, wanting to win uh, now after drawing after their slip against KFC. Uh, they'll see as a slip in their <laughs> eyes anyway. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, what did I say? Four two. Four two. Yeah. Four two. Okay. Uh, Santola against Croydon United is the next game. Yeah. Uh, Russell going eight two to Santola. Um, Ooh, they did have they, a. <laughs> eight, you might eight two be Croydon <laughs> United on Monday after uh, Sunday afternoon next week. Um, I mean, we know Santola have got goals in them. We've seen that this week. Um, they yeah. battered, they battered the the Chelsea boys ten two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's hard to look beyond the Santola win. I must say. Do we hold any hope for the Croydon boys? Um, uh, we do, uh, I don't, I don't, Yeah, it's it's a tough ask for them. I mean, I think Santola have had a couple of you know dodgy results. Um, yeah, yeah, you've got to say Santana just just on just on 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 you know uh, league position and and and, and form. You'd have yep. to say Santola win. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five one to Santola. I'm gonna go five one. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'll go four. I'll go four one then on Sunday for that one. Four one for me for Santola. Uh, Eight two for Russell. And 5-1 for Roger. Mm-hmm. Now the big one. The big oh, game yeah. of the predictions. Saha <laughs> Saha at home to Woodside. Is this a Crystal Palace, this one? Yeah. It should nice. be. But it should be. But I think I think the I think the I think the Saha, the first team are playing due to play at home as well. So we may have to move. Um, unless you okay. want to take unless you want to take a later kick off which I'm don't really like if I'm honest. No, uh, you're um, not going to share where the where, would it be Pearly Way as the alternative? Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, I think yeah, and we we seem to, and if I'm honest, we seem to play we seem to fare better away from Crystal Palace. So yeah, I think it I think it more than likely be at Pearly Way. Um, I'll have to have a chat with the first team manager, the first team manager, and 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 find out if the, I don't suppose their game will move. So um, yeah, we'll probably be more than likely to move, but um. Mm. It's a we'll save your game. prediction till last. We'll save okay. your prediction till last. Um, Russell has gone for a three-all at full time with Saha yep. winning on penalties. Obviously, three-all, three-all is the prediction there um, for Russell. Yep. Uh, I'm going to back Saha unashamedly. I'll take the knock on the points if if it doesn't if it doesn't happen. Uh, I'm going to go for a two-one um, Saha win. Yeah. Um, what do you think, mate? <sighs> Um, yes, it's not going to be. It's not going to be easy for us. Um, I think we will. We probably struggle to begin with. I think. Um, but saying that, I know that the boys. Um, you know, there's 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 a. We I mean we do know the Woodside boys. A few of us know them quite well. So there's there's there's, yeah. there's, there's that's the added incentive in this. I'm gonna. You no, know, I can't. I can't back against my boys. Um, I'm gonna say. I think we might nick it three two. Three two Zaha eleven. Yeah, last minute winner. <laughs> you get down to the minute when you're going to score the goals <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, it will be a good game, and and as you say, sometimes the big, the big, the bigger pitches don't suit everyone. Maybe that's your, maybe yep. that's your problem. It's a big old pitch at um, Crystal Palace, that's for sure. That's um, it, yeah. Maybe, maybe um, the smaller, the smaller settings of Pearly Way. Just your players may be a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I wish you all the best with that one on Thanks Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good game. It doesn't look like we've got much uh, rain scheduled for the week. Only Tuesday, I think we're going to have a bit of rain. Yeah. Um, hopefully that means with a bit of wind and and um, and and some dry uh, weather, the pitches um, recover enough to be able to play some of these games. Um, thanks for <laughs> your time again. As I say every week. Uh, yeah, and hopefully we're talking about a win next week on the podcast. Fingers crossed. Thing, fingers crossed, Andrew. All the best, mate, and and I'm, you'll be glad to get out and about after Wednesday. Have a good one, mate. Yeah, cheers. Thanks so much, Andrew. Three week. So after hearing from Celeste uh, in the Southern Sunday. We now move into the fixtures part of the podcast. And first up is Graham. Graham, how are you doing? Hello, Andrew. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to all of you lovely listeners. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've had a nice break, haven't you? <laughs> By the sounds of things. I've had a very nice break, both from the football <laughs> and from the um, and from work. So, yeah, all back into the uh, swing of it. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to looking forward to the restart this weekend. And uh, I think, as we heard with um, Celeste, I think the this is uh, the decision to suspend the games generally accepted by the clubs, and they're all raring to go this week. Yeah, I, I think just giving them that little bit of extra time um, in terms of being able to complete any necessary ten-day isolations from the from the new year mixing, I think has has paid dividends. And of course, weather has been completely unkind, so actually we would have had very few games maybe less than uh five a handful even if we were scheduled to go ahead so actually 
nothing lost. And obviously, you know, we've spoken about it before that we started the season early and got a, a lot of games played. So I, I don't feel with, that we're any worse off for not playing uh, this weekend. And ultimately, everybody hopefully is fit and safe and well and healthy and raring to go for this weekend. I have to say that decision to start the season early really looking like a good one, mate, because we hear that the OBD SFL, we speak, we spoke about it earlier with Jamie uh, in their section that um, the cup has, the cup competitions have been suspended for now, which means, I mean, that's going to be cancelled if they're suspending them now. We're not going to catch up on those games, that's for sure. Um, it looks like an even better decision. Yeah, I picked up a bit of that on um, social media yesterday, but um, I haven't seen anything from the league in terms of what their thinking is, but um, they have some divisions that have got more than 10 teams, so I can understand the pressure on the league fixtures, and and ultimately I think it is the same for us if the crap really hit the fan, you know, I think we have to go ahead and and complete the league programme, bearing in mind we've got so far with it, and that we didn't have all the promotions and relegations, so I partly get it, um, but I don't understand the full kind of constitutional dynamics of the league as to why they've made that decision. But I'm sure Yeah, you just broke up at the end there, but I think we got the gist of it. Uh, let's get into the fixtures for Sunday the 16th of January. And then we will get into the predictions as usual, Hugo and Ryan. Um, are involved in the predictions. So let's get in with it, mate. All the games, uh, uh, we've got a full fixture list by the looks of it. Not too doesn't look like there's many missing. Uh, full league and cup games um, planned for this Sunday, uh, Graham. Right, so when we get there, you can tell us about your game that you're on. That'll be exciting. All the two. I don't know if you're going to throw yourself straight back into I am, you know. I, I've eaten <laughs> and drunk far too much over Christmas. I've been a bit of a couch potato. So do you know what? I am definitely going for it this week. No question. Good luck. I did that yesterday and I'm feeling the, uh, I'm feeling the pain today. But uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get in with it. The, the Prem Division, the, the Supreme Trophies, Graham Dodd Premier, uh, Albion FC taking on AFC Putney, the one game in uh, the Prem. Uh, that looks like a good one, mate. We're waiting for someone to grab this division by the, by the horns, aren't we? And, uh, and run with it. Yeah, partly you've got their opportunity really to make a statement of intent with the games in hand that they've got. Um, as I say, they're seventh at the moment, got a real opportunity to propel themselves up towards the top three. Um, Albion, however, are, you know, they might be bottom of the table, um, but they're certainly not going to certainly not going to make it easy for them, but they'll want to do better than the 5-0 defeat that they had earlier on in the season. So, yeah, Albion obviously fighting from the relegation perspective, partly um, from the other perspective in terms of getting involved in the championship shake-up. So, uh, big game for differing reasons for both clubs there. Absolutely. Into the championship, uh, Batsy Dogs play Cosmos uh, and Sporting Continental taking on Lazio. Um, quite a comprehensive win for the Sporting Continental lads the last time out against Lazio. Uh, Cosmos United will be looking at that one uh, as, an, as an opportunity for them to to get close to Lazio on the table. Batsy Dogs not doing too well so far this season. No, Batsy Dogs uh, struggling, never really been able to get a consistent team out really right from the beginning of the season. There's been players that have been going in and out and yeah, for whatever reason, it just hasn't worked out. It just hasn't clicked. Um, from obviously the Cosmos perspective, you know, they still will have 
eyes on that second spot, and it is yeah. one of them. It is one of them games where you do feel it's a bit of a must-win for them. Um, otherwise, Lazio potentially are going to um, pull away there. Uh, as for the other game, yeah, Sporting Continental, they just need to rack up the wins as quickly as possible and just get the promotion confirmed, and we can all talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, the Bob Dixon League One games are Brixton Town taking on Putney Pacers. Uh, London Hibs taking on Barking Mad. Can London Hibs take that late 2021 form into 2022 for the rest of the season and save themselves uh, from relegation? Uh, we'll see. And Kudos Athletic taking on London Ravens. Both the first teams of each of those clubs facing off. I know, Graham, you've chosen this one as one of your uh, games of the week. Sorry to spoil that for those that like to tune in at the end and get the, get the surprise but um, some good games there in League One Yeah so just to touch on your point on London Hibs so yeah it'll be interesting to see how they restart uh, 2022 they've got a real opportunity this weekend if they can get the win against Barking Mad they then suck another club into the relegation mire and all of a sudden it looked a bit of a, a two horse race for the relegation between Putney Paces and London Hibs quite early on yeah. Chiswick yeah. you know have absolutely nosedived and Barking Mad will only be within a point of uh, London Hibs if London Hibs can get the win. So a two-horse relegation battle then all of a sudden becomes a four-horse relegation battle. So again, there's there's a lot riding on that game. I think I've been a bit tough actually with some of the um, clubs in terms of the games that they've got come back to, but you've got to play the games at some point, haven't you? You have, and my, uh, my Scottish uh, nan supported Hibs the actual Hibernian in uh, in Edinburgh. So I support London Hibs in honour of her. Uh, sorry, Barky Mad, I'm, I'm going to say, come on, the Hibs. <laughs> the Hibbies, the Hibbies. Um, <laughs> I've actually been to Easter Road, you know, nice ground. I've been uh, there. Have you? Okay. I have. Never, not had the pleasure yet, but I'm sure I will one day. Uh, League Two. QNT do you want me to just first. touch on, do you want me to just touch on London Ravens and Kudos? Yes, please. Uh, so yeah, that is that's my game this week as well. So um, ah. that might have something to do with why it's a, a, a special game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, second, <laughs> and that's on the three G pitch on the Aspire, massive, massive pitch. That's my second game of the day. So yeah, I, oh. I definitely might have bitten off more than I can chew this weekend for sure. <laughs> well, I um, tell you what, after running in a in a pitch that was put the consistency of treacle yesterday. Um, I would have took a four, I would have took a three G pitch all day long yesterday. Okay, so yes, you're you're selling it to me now, Andrew. You're selling yeah. it to me. Um, yeah. So yeah, kudos, London Ravens. Uh, four points the gap. Um, we know that London Ravens have only lost the one game. Kudos down to three. I think if London Ravens can get the win, obviously they are still going to have a couple of games in hand as well. I think they that then puts them really in pole position, um, I think, to, to lead the rest of the charge of the teams in terms of Bale County and Wimbledon Commoners, who are also sniffing and eyeing up that second spot. I think yeah. London Ravens could put a bit of a stamp on it. And of course, who knows when they then play Junction Elite later on in the season, if there's going to be any more potentially drop points. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's a real crucial game um, for Kudos. I think if they can win it, you know, you've got three, four, five teams that are in and amongst it. I think if London Ravens take it, I think they'll be thinking that, um, you know, top two for them, they're in a very good position. Absolutely. Everyone will want to keep that pressure on Junction Elite, who are having a fantastic season. They are flying, it must be said, uh, London Ravens, with games, to with games to play 
uh, we'll need to to put these game put these league wins put these league wins together when Junction Elite aren't playing uh, and keep the pressure on. Well, that's the only thing this can do. Uh, league two, Quintiga first taking on Atletico Buble at Clapham Common, the home of football in Southwest London, I believe. Uh, and Real Don Donald taking on Sporting Crabs, um, bit of a relegation six point of that one. The Don Donald Sporting Crabs one. Don Donald middle of the table. Um, oh, don't look like they're going again. up. Don't look like they're going down. Really, <laughs> to be honest, they're in a bit of that sort of mid-season no man's land. Um, Sporting Crabs just the one win all season. Looks really bleak for them. Looks really difficult. They're going to need to start 2022 with a couple of back-to-back wins or strike out some sort of form. I think to get out of that as a relegation team, and it's not only in this division, I think you almost need to show championship form. And none of these teams have showed this form before Christmas. And unless something has drastically happened while we've been off for three weeks, then I can't really see that changing in the second half of the season. Um, Unless, as we say, you know, there's an influx of, of players or they maybe get the rub of the green or the poor pitches then become the leveller. Don't know. Yeah. Tricky. Uh, Atletico Buble not really setting the world like either, as we expected them to um, to kick on. Uh, are we expecting fireworks between themselves and Quintiga, or could that be a bit of a, a damp? No, well, I don't know. I don't know. Those two teams have had their fair share of games over the years, and um, yeah, there, there's not a little bit of niggle, but I think there's a healthy um, rivalry there. I would say, and of yeah. course, Buble's unbeaten run still goes back to October. So I think they'll fancy their chances in that game, Andrew, really, to be honest. And uh, if Buble can, can get that win, then that might put them in a little bit more of a, a comfortable mid-table position, which I think if you'd have said to them right after their start, we, you're going to finish kind of in mid-table, but maybe have a good run in a couple of the cups, I think probably they would have taken that. Fair enough. Interleague three, Ellsfield take on Wandsworth Warriors. Uh, a big game in League Three. Um, high flying Harvard Rovers play Hampton Terriers. What a game that is in League Three. Uh, Parklife B take on Clapham Chiefs. The Chiefs back to playing. I haven't seen them on the fixtures list for a while. Um, Graham, the Chiefs uh, probably go into that one as favourites, would you say? Yeah, I would. I would. Um, Park Life got a good win before Christmas. And actually, the uh, the irony of it is if they could get another win, then they're talking about a top four place when they were struggling at the beginning of the season. So it does go to show that if you can put two or three results together, you can certainly, the divisions are so tight, you can move very much from the bottom up to the top end of the table quite quickly. Um, oh, the big as, one in that, the big oh, one in that league is obviously uh, Harbert Rovers against Hampton Terriers. Harbour unbeaten in the league, I want to say, uh, so far this season. Uh, Hampton Terriers have had a good year as well. This is going to be a good game. Uh, can you hear me, Graham? Yeah, um, just got the bit about Harbour being unbeaten. Yeah, I mean, from their Harvard, perspective... Sorry, yeah, I think we had a technical error there. Harbour Rovers unbeaten so far, or, or there or thereabouts in the league this season. Hampton Terrors, of course, um, having a good year as well. What's the what's the, the lowdown on this game? Yeah, seven from seven, Harbour, you're absolutely right. So, um, and only the nine goals conceded, 43 scored, which is brilliant at both ends of the, um, both ends of the pitch. Um, yeah. Hampton, you know, they... they they look like they're going to get promoted. They've always looked like they're going to get promoted, really, even after sort of half a dozen games 
I think Harbour have obviously got eyes on the championship title. I think if they win that game, I think they'll fancy themselves to to replicate their form of the first half of the season into the second half. Um, and then Hampton probably, I think, would be happy really to take up the, um, the second spot. But there's nothing that any of the teams, Wandsworth Warriors, Clapham Chief, Westminster Reserves, Partlife B, there's nothing that any of them have shown in the first half of the season that tells me that the top two is not going to be Hampton Terriers and Harbour Rovers. No, no. I think it's just these two fighting it out for the, for the, for the title. So what a game that is. Good luck to both teams and the ref. That's going to be a great game at Dulwich Sports on Sunday. If you haven't got a game, that will be a special one. In League Four, uh, Magpie Recruitment take on QNT B. Uh, Magpie Recruitment having a fantastic season uh, in League Four. Really looking good for promotion as a bare minimum. Uh, QNT B, will they be stiff opposition for the Magpie boys? Q, bottom of the table, struggling. So, yeah, Magpie are going to look at this as much to say as, yeah, we, we need the... Um, we absolutely need the point um, points here, very much so. Unbeaten Magpie as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, very, very interesting, the fixture with um, Merton Athletic there against Locomotive Wimbledon. That's second against third. Um, Locomotive, if they can win that, are three points clear of Merton with the game in hand. And three or four weeks ago, Merton looked unbeatable and that they were in a very assailable position at the top of the table. So they're really going to need to, to stop the, the downward spiral in their form and get back to winning ways uh, in the new year as quickly as possible, I would suggest. Merton uh, and Locomotive, I guess a, a draw a draw would be the best result for the Magpie boys, assuming that that's going to be a healthy, uh, big scoring win for Magpie. We say it's going to be a massacre. Other, in other parts of the podcast uh, that could be uh, Magpie going well. Uh, they'll be looking at the result of the Merton Athletic and Wimbledon, uh, Locomotive Wimbledon game uh, with with uh, real sort of, they'll, be, they'll get straight on to full time uh, at one o'clock on Sunday. Good luck to all four teams there. That'll be a good day in League Four. In League Five, AFC Bluebirds take on Ballon Badgers. Uh, Real El Madrid take on Painters Community. Um, Westminster Thirds play Newlands, uh, St Matthew's Project play Sporting London. Um, could be some tricky, tricky fixtures there for a few of the teams. As uh, we've got good, we've got teams at the top of the division against teams down the bottom of the division in this one, Graham. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really, I think the fixture list actually coming back this week is um, quite exciting. I have to be honest, yeah. there's some, some really, really good games that have that have come out. Um, Real Madrid painters, again, Real Madrid struggling. Painters, really, I think from their perspective, will want to get back to their early season form and, and back to winning ways. I don't think there's a yeah. doubt about that. Uh, Bluebirds and Ballon Badgers, they're just sitting sort of as the lower lower half of the of the table. So I think they will both want a win there to just give themselves a bit of breathing space between them and the um, them and the bottom two. The Westminster Thirds um, Newlands game is quite interesting. Westminster, you know, have picked up points from teams this year. Um, and, you know, whilst I'd make probably Newlands the favourites, you know, it wouldn't be surprised if if Westminster pulled a pulled a, a shock and pulled a result out of that one. Um, and then the other one, St. Matthews and Sporting London. Um, again, I'm just looking at the teams here, other than Newlands, who have got the chance to give a run to those top two teams. I don't really see any of the other teams putting anything together. I think they're just going to run out of games in what is a 16-game division. So 
Um, still between Junction Elite Painters and Newlands for the two from two from three there. What's this, what it is important to, to remember is that form has gone out of the window now. It's been quite a while since some of these teams have kicked a ball. They certainly haven't played uh, the two fixture weeks either side of Christmas due to the suspension. Um, so everyone's sort of starting back on a fresh uh, foot, hopefully injuries and things like that and player availability. Um, issues that may have happened may have been before Christmas um, have sort of lessened and it's easier to for these players to come back so it's a bit of a bit of a tough one to call some of these games because as I say form's gone completely out of the window yeah I, so I would chuck in who, who's carried on who's who carried on pl- sort of playing or training or doing something kind of over that how much did you eat or drink over Christmas yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> which you know exactly. we've all been um, we've all been sucked into it let's be honest yeah and yeah. you know what's your player availability if people have had covid you know we were just talking off air andrew around um people that have got covid it's not just a question of just getting over it you know what are the impacts of that about your kind of your breathing and your muscles and your general fitness what damage does that do i think we still don't know enough no. about that as well um and ultimately you know there's lots of coughs and colds around so throw all them things in with you know muddy and wet and difficult playing surfaces you're right it is going to be a bit more of a leveler and some of these games are not going to be as simple and as straightforward and do you know what our lovely FA Cup proved that didn't it this last weekend just yeah. gone yeah a uh, big shock at the valley when uh, Premier League Norwich knocked out Charlton that was a big shock <laughs> <laughs> I heard you was the better side I, I was listening yeah. to while I was up in London I was listening to the radio and they did say that you was the better side but you couldn't score no that's the story of our story of our season I think uh, let's, and anyway less said about Charlton the better in League 6 Sporting South take on uh, Junction Elite thirds um, that could be a, um, a good game two teams uh, at the bottom of the table, I want to say, Graham, am I right? Yeah, or? you're right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Sporting South are uh, bottom of the table. Junction Elite just climmering onto that space, that seventh spot just outside the relegation zone. Yeah. Um, Clapham Common, the teams sandwiched in between them. Again, I said that they should be doing better. They got through to the quarterfinal of the London Junior Cup yesterday, and yet they're second bottom of League Six in the Southern Sunday League. Someone worked that out. <laughs> uh, UBL CFC against Argentina is the next game in League Six. This is a fantastic fixture. UBL CFC, what one of those teams that have um, really stood out to me since we've been recording the podcast. They don't seem to lose, uh, and Argentina have been a good team as well um, in the same period. So this is a, a massive game in League Six. Uh, Westminster Wanderers under twenty threes take on London Ravens B. Uh, neither team particularly setting a world alight this season, Graham, so far, but um, they need to use this time and use these games now to to uh, rejuvenate their seasons. Have I made, have I yeah, made I think a mistake? With, no, no, no. I think with London, I think with London Ravens B, I just don't think they've played enough games really to make a, a full assessment of them. I mean, it's one defeat in seven. And rather strangely, they've only scored 10, but conceded 10, which is a really strange uh, record. If they yeah. win their games in hand, you know, you're talking a team going up from the lower half at the lower part of the table earlier on in the season. They're up to fourth. You know, you're looking at them as being potential champions. And there's no way that you would have said that before Christmas. But they've just been going about their business quite quietly. And they've certainly gone under your radar, I think. 
I completely balls that one up. I think Graham is is the uh, is the fair comment. Uh, they've got a great. They've got a great. They're in a great position. They're in a great position, and um, they'll fancy that game this weekend. Make no make no bones about it. They'll um, they'll they'll fancy that game. They'll be well up for it against the Westminster under twenty threes. Uh, in League Seven, Barnstormers take on ACT Arantes United, uh, and Victoria Line Velocity play Peckham Cosmos. Uh, now that is definitely one for the basement. The basement boys, uh, Victoria Velocity Line, uh, have, uh, Victoria Line Velocity even have been shocking. Graham, it has to be said, and Peckham Cosmos can't seem to put any sort of form together whatsoever. No, when you see both teams conceding 35 and 43 and have got goal differences of minus 21 and minus 29, I think one thing you, you can guarantee is that it's not going to be nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> and there's going to be a bit of a goal fest there on Sunday. I don't think there's a doubt about that. But Victoria line could reach the end of the line if they lose that game because they would go into the bottom two. They would have played three more games than uh, Peckham as well and the games are starting to run out and with the bigger teams that they've still got to play um, yeah it, it's not looking like a, a good ending to the season for them to be honest Do you think that it could be Victoria Line reaching the terminus if they don't get anything on, on Sunday? Well they could be reaching the terminus as long as they don't go to the tunnel and then go through the tunnel at the other end and the driver gets out <laughs> from the front and then goes walks to the back then I think it'll be alright uh, League eight. Is that too much detail about a tube train? There probably is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all right. It's the first. It's your first one back, so it takes us a couple of weeks to warm up to those. <laughs> you took. You took quite. A, you took quite a lot on early doors there. I must say. <laughs> <laughs> League eight. St Matthew's Project B take on Junction Elite Fourths. Uh, that could be a good game, Graham. St Matthew's Project against Junction Elite. Junction Elite Fourths. Um, strugglers, it must be said, in League 8 this season. So Matthews Project B, looking at that one as winnable? Yeah, second top against second bottom. Yeah, uh, yeah. 11 points difference. So yeah, you called that one spot on. Getting lucky now. League 9, <laughs> Brick Sustain take on Deportivo La Calruña. The Deportivo boys having a good season, as are uh, Brick Sustain on the whole, I think. So that could be a real good game. Uh, Rosendale Sports Reserves take on Venezia Dons. Uh, that could be a massacre. Uh, Venezia Don's going well this season. Rosendale Sports reserves the opposite ground. Yeah, couldn't be um, more of a contrast between those two teams. So I, I wouldn't sit on the fence and say that's going to be a draw or um, goalless this weekend either. Uh, that Brixistane Deportivo game, I think it's a tough one to call. Very much similar, identical records in the middle of the table. But I think yeah. if one can get the win over the other, then they're going to be looking, they're going to be looking up really. Um, so what looks a very, very interesting division by sort of five or six teams in this title race, I think the one that wins it, I think it's got a real chance to have to go on and have a real influence and say, um, in terms of being able to possibly secure one of the two uh, top two spots. So, uh, yeah, 18 points, uh, the top two, then obviously two 16s in a 15. Um, bonkers, balmy division. Talking of bonkers, this game, Old Town, AFC Old Town taking on Vauxhall Virgins. Uh, Vauxhall Virgins having a fantastic season, it must be said. AFC Old Town have had some real eye-catching eye cup wins. Yeah. Um, and they've got some games to catch up on in the league. Uh, this isn't done and dusted for Vauxhall Virgins. They will need to be on their guard against the AFC Old Town. We know they've got a bit about them. Yeah, no, they've, they've done that. Their cup pedigree, as you quite rightly point out, has um, uh, uh, made, I think, you 
sort of catch their attention a little bit and uh, give them probably the respect that they deserve. So, yeah, if they put a run again, put a run together of fixtures, you're finding yourself third or fourth from bottom and then two or three wins can propel you to that position up into a promotion or even a championship place. So, um, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, be interesting to see the result of that. I think the Virgins, I think, will want to come back with a strong start the way that they've uh, ended uh, 2021. Absolutely. League 10, uh, international to football Clapham take on Junction and Elite Fifths. Uh, that could be a good game. Imperial Wolf take on SW Lions under 23s. Could be a tough day for Imperial Wolf. Uh, old Ruts playing Old Suttonians. Uh, South London Pekin taking on Inform St Andrews. Uh, it has to be said, uh, Graham, I think we could see a cricket score there for the St Andrews boys. That's a tough ask to ask South London Pekin to come back for that. That is a tough, tough ask. Um, yeah, St Andrews a bit like Sporting Continental, a bit like a Harbour Rovers maximum. Maximum points up on the board and they will just want to get the wins as quickly as possible just to secure their promotion. Um, it might take uh, St Andrews a little bit longer because you've still got the uh, points from old Ruts and Masvida and uh, Southwest Lions still sniffing about. But if they can beat yep. those teams and, and get another few wins on top, then, you know, maybe another five games and um, yeah, mission accomplished for the St Andrews lads. Fantastic. So into the cup fixtures. We'll rattle through these now. We've still got quite a few to get through. Uh, Southside United take on Barrel and Mariners in the Donovan Thomas Cup. Uh, in the same cup, we've got Top Deck taking on Clapham Wanderers. Uh, a tough ask for Clapham Wanderers who haven't been fantastic this year. Top Deck um, have had a fair season, it must be said. In the Frank Blundstone, Clapham, Rover, uh, Clapham Rovers go to Bath Old Boys uh, in that cup. And Southwest Rangers play Wheatsheaf Athletic. Wimbledon Town take on uh, Westminster Wanderers. Um, and West Norwood take on AFC Ballum. Uh, Wimbledon Town um, against Westminster Wanderers. The all-prem um, division game there. Graham, that's, God, Wimbledon Town have to start winning some games, don't they? Yeah, no, they do. They're at a bit of a crossroads, um, certainly in that uh, in that competition, for sure. Obviously, with it being the... Um, group stage, uh, Andrew, I think it's their last game off memory. So I think they will need to win that to have any sort of chance. Um, Westminster, their goal difference uh, is on a minus. So I don't think, and this will be their third game, they've lost two. So I don't think there's anything on for them, but Wimbledon could still get through um, if they win and other results go in their favour. So uh, a lot to play for Wimbledon. If they can win that, they're in the, they're in the quarterfinal and then you never know what the draw will throw up. Championship boys, um, West Norwood taking on Ballam. Ballam are a Prem Division team as well, aren't they? Second in the Prem, I think, at the moment. A big ask for the West Norwood lads, for Ryan and his team. So that'll be an intriguing one. Into the Graham Rodba uh, Shield. The, the Silk, Silk podcast, Graham Rodba Shield. Let's put that the out Silk, there. Yeah, it was, like, it was a late change after all this was done. AFC Poplar Rovers <laughs> taking on um, Junction Elite. In their best, the best cup in um, the Southern Sunday, it has to be said. Uh, in the Ken Bailey Cup, Norton play Junction Elite firsts. Uh, that's a tough game for Norton, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't be happy with that draw, especially in the second. You wouldn't be happy with that. Now for the Marcus Lipton, very good games this this week um, in this competition. AFC South London play Northcote Rangers. East Putney play Syndicate. 
you're not refereeing that one, are you, Graham? <laughs> no, in a word, no. I'm doing the I'm doing the AFC South London North Coast Rangers game. Ah, oh, nice one. So they okay, they've kept you off a syndicate game in a cup. Okay, yeah. Parth and Oak. <laughs> Parth and Oak play Park Life first. Uh, Mark Renegades take on Mundial B. Good game that one. Mundial B uh, looking like a good side this season. Ribblesdale Rovers take on Vale County. Um, the big game in the Marcus Lipton. Swag taking on Sellhurst. Um, Swag going well in the London Challenge Cup. Lots of league fixtures to play, Swag. They'll be, they'll be, they'll have a busy uh, March, April and May, that's for sure. Sellhurst showing that they're human in the County Cups, Graham. Um, they're out of the Kent Cup. They're out of the Surrey Cup. Um, and now they have a big test against Swag. They got, have they played Westminster yet? Did they beat Westminster? Yeah, they beat Westminster. They beat Westminster. The reward for beating Westminster was swag in the second round. We don't, yeah, five, five or six nil there, Andrew. So yeah, we don't seed, we don't obviously seed it, and the Prem teams go in the, the hat for the first round. So yeah, Sellers swag is the second round standout fixture. We hear Sellers didn't have many, didn't have a eleven players on the pitch for the whole game on Sunday. So uh, hopefully they're going to need every single one of them and a good bench, I imagine, against Swag, who you know. I watched their video against um, the Lambeth All-Stars video of this game. They looked very, um, very tidy, very organised. Comfortable, and Andrew. They look comfortable. Yeah, they did. You don't you don't beat Lambeth All-Stars if you're if you're not a decent side. So that's a real eye opener. Um, swag will be the favourites going into this. And that's something we can't really say about anyone facing Sellers in the last 18 months. And, and, and I think it's a, it's a good marker about where Selhurst are at, I think, depending on how that goes. Um, and it's not necessarily all about result. It's about the level of result and about performance as well, I think. Um, they will definitely want to get back onto um, winning ways um, after yesterday. And, you know, I think it is a bit of a, a, a shock, really, that they've gone out of both of the county cups, and especially the manner in the game that they lost um, at the weekend sort of being 2-1 up towards the end and then losing 3-2 and sort of only having uh, 10 men on the pitch is um, it's very un-Selhurst-like, I would say. Very un-Selhurst. And I should probably be honest that, that the the interview with Selhurst was recorded during the week last week before their game. So if we've contradicted ourselves on, on part of that game or you're wondering why they're saying we haven't played the game, the, the power of technology has allowed us to record ahead of time. Uh, so that's just... A bit of uh, openness there. Uh, Wimbledon Wolves take on uh, Westminster Wanderers Reserves in the last game of the Marcus Lipton. Uh, in the Brian Howard President's Cup, uh, Dara FC Reserves take on Ballam and Clapham Albion and Pimlico Ping Penguins take on uh, Southwest Athletic. Uh, the Brian Howard President's Cup, What what's, what's that cup, Graham? So the Brian Howard presidents is the League Seven and League Eight teams. Okay, thank you. And that's that's just, that's a knockout cup. That's not a, a group stage thing. No, no, no. That's a knock. That's a knockout. And as I say, we're in the. I think we've completed the first round, so we're in the second round. A uh, lot of fixtures now. So um, yeah, uh, quarter final I believe is the next round after this. So we are pushing on where we can with the cup games to try and get them into the the best possible position. If we've only got sort of quarterfinals and semifinals to play, then we've got a real good chance of delivering those as well as the completed league programme, which is everybody's aim, everybody's aspiration. And we're going full pelt out to 
try and achieve that would be great. It would be great. Right. So the games of the week, as chosen uh, by Graham this week, uh, we've got four games as usual. I'm going to save the Marcus Lipton Cup game till last on this one. Uh, let's go with the Graham Rodbus Selk Grassroots Shield. Um, AFC Poplar Rovers taking on Junction Elite Seconds. Uh, both the uh, first and second team of Junction Elite having good seasons this year. Uh, AFC Poplar Rovers not going too bad themselves either. Uh, Hugo has gone for a 4-2 Poplar Rovers win. And Ryan has gone for a 3-1 Junction Elite Seconds win. Really? So, that would be a real upset um, from a Hugo perspective there because Poplar Rovers are top of six and um, Junction Elite are top of five. No, maybe he knows something we don't know, but I can't look beyond Junction Elite. They haven't uh, lost seconds. a game in the league this season. I know. I'm, I'm backing Junction Elite to win. I think it's going to be... Ryan's gone 3-1. I probably would have done that myself. But just to keep it interesting, I'm going to go for a 3 a 3-0 win to Junction Elite seconds. Okay. Let's go for that. Uh, let's move on. Um, the League One fixture that was chosen is Kudos Athletic Firsts taking on London Ravens again. Run London Ravens first. Jamie won't be happy with you again, uh, Graham, choosing London Ravens. The game but... got cancelled, to be fair. So he's got to let me... If one gets cancelled, he's got to let me put another one back in, in all fairness. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I think as uh, both Hugo and Ryan going for a 3-2 London Ravens win on um, Sunday. And I think I can't see beyond a London Ravens win myself. I'm going to go a bit wider than that. I'm going to go for a 4-1 London Ravens win. Um I think that one's we. They're, they're big favourites going into that one, and the Ravens aren't they? Well, I would agree, but the only caveat that I would throw in: Kudos has scored double the number of goals that London Ravens have scored, thirty-eight compared to nineteen. All right, Ravens have only conceded seven, but Kudos know where the back of the net is, so that is that's that's not going to be an easy game for Ravens by any stretch of the imagination. And of course, it's all going to depend. It's on a big the three G pitch down at. Southfield, it's a massive, massive pitch. First game back after the festive period. We've all had a bit of a break, depending on what people have been doing, what squads are available. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I can see where you're all going, but I don't think it's as simple and straightforward as perhaps what what is being made out. Okay, League Three, Harbert Rovers against Hampton Terrace. One of the what biggest game. games in the Southern Sunday uh, on Sunday. Um, Harbert Rovers, Hampton Terriers. Hugo's bottled it in true um, honour. He's gone for a draw, hasn't he? He's gone for a Desmond. Yeah, I knew it. I, do you know what? I could have predicted it. I could have predicted it myself. Uh, we lost Desmond 2-2 over the Christmas period, so we do dedicate every His name lives on, Andrew. His name lives on. Through the podcast, uh, it does. Uh, Ryan back in Harbert to win 5-3. Um, I'm going to back Harbert to win. I'm going to go 4-2 on that one. Hampton, we know they've got a bit about them. So it, no no result to this one uh, will be a surprise, though, Graham, will it? Both teams can are more than capable of winning this game. And, and the draw, well, they're both good sides, so they could easily cancel each other out. I think you make a good point because the two teams have not played each other yet and their records are quite similar based on the results against everybody else. So... I would say that that is going to be a closer game than possibly what people imagine. I think people are looking at the Harbour seven from seven 
all the wins and, and, and no defeats and the 43 goals. I, I, I get that. But if you look at the gap be- between the top two and all of the other teams, essentially those two teams are the best essentially from the rest. So mm. I, I think... I think that is quite a difficult one to call and, and, and I can understand why people are focusing on the seven wins, but I think that's not take away from the the 25 points that Hampton have put on the board in the 10 games. I think, you know, that's almost replicated what Harbert have almost done as well. So I, I don't think that should be discounted. Absolutely not. And Hampton will be would have looked at this um fixture and and will 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 be more will will potentially be more up for it than Hampton Harbour obviously have had a comfortable season so far in the league can they get themselves up for this their biggest test um so far um Hampton Terrors will certainly be up Hampton Terrors will be up for it um yeah that will be an absolute classic Graham it was great to have you back on the show um after a, a little break um I'll speak to you next week and you can tell us how you got on with your two games after enjoying yourself um, over Christmas, how you feel. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Much appreciated. Uh, I'll speak to you uh, next week, mate. Have a good one. Cheers, Andrew. Have a good week. So that's it. The end of episode 19 of the Sunday league show. Um, I'm expecting the um, recording tonight won't sound uh, particularly great. I think we're still learning how to use these new ultra-sensitive mics and I think um, we still half shut down the microphones at times and it seems we're picking each other up on it, on our um, on our microphones all around the table. Um, so I apologise if it sounds crap tonight. Um, you'll be able to tell the difference between the recordings done over Zoom and the recording's done in, in Selk Towers tonight. Um, apologies, everybody, if it does sound rubbish and it's annoying. Um, still work, still learning. Uh, every week, we're still, we're 450 episodes down, and I'm still learning every day. Uh, apologies if this is crap. Uh, stick with us, we will get there. Thank you to uh, the boys tonight, all the contributors. Thank you to Jamie, Gibbs, Roger, and Graham. Uh, thank you to the predictors, um, John, Mark, um, Russell, Ryan, and Hugo. Uh, thank you to our guests, Celeste. Um, at the time of recording, they hadn't played their game, um, their County Cup game. Uh, we recorded it before the weekend. Um, they did get knocked out, um, which is a shame for them, uh, but they can control, they can concentrate, should I say, on their Southern Sunday season. Um, thank you to Callum and David for coming on to the podcast. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, uh, the Down to Play app. I forgot to mention them last week. Uh, I didn't get an angry text, um, so they can't be too bad. Um, the Down to Play app, uh, the best player availability app available on the market, free as well. Um, Magpie Recruitment, Borden Sports Youth, uh, Sports King TV, Skipper Sportswear, uh, Grassroots Football, uh, GRF, and Awards FC. Thank you to everyone there. Uh, and NJPGD, at NJPGD on Twitter. Um, Football-related uh, graphics for your team by Nick Pitt, part of the Silk Grassroots family. Uh, our charity sponsors are uh, NJPGD, Arithmetic Accounting, um, Black Eagle Athlete, and 
um, Board and Sports uh, Stop Bullying campaign uh, for our Silk Kit. Um, other, other charity sponsors are the brilliant Plow Packs. If you haven't um, got your gear from them, uh, you should. Um, lots of companies doing the same sort of thing, but no one as good and reliable as Plow Packs. Heard some horror stories about other companies, um, but Plow Packs are the best by far. Um, and RYG, uh, sports photography, uh, sports videoing, uh, fantastic companies all helping us uh, with the podcast or with um, our charity uh, 11. We should have games um, to announce in the not too distant future. Hopefully in March, at the end of March, we'll have another game. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. As I say, please bear with us uh, on the sound quality tonight. We're very much still uh, learning the ropes, even though we have been going for such a long time. Uh, listener numbers seem to be down. I don't know if people um, haven't kicked in, um, but we'll keep recording. Uh, it was a quiet a week last week and the week before for us, um, perhaps Christmas. Uh, everyone's not back into it yet. We look forward to seeing you all returning. Hopefully you enjoyed the show tonight, what you what you did here. Uh, and hopefully next week we'll be back to recording in better quality. All the best. See you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability. <laughs> <laughs>